Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. And there it is, Monday, the 22nd day of January 2024. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, it's Nikki D. That is me. No Kyle. Nelson on the uh, computer screen there. Dougie T over there pushing buttons. All kinds of things going on. All right, your phone number, 916-909-0985 on the text machine. 916-909-0985 on social at Listen to the BS. Give us a like, share, follow. We'll start the live stream, what, 7? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock mm-hmm. on the BS Facebook, on the 98 Rock Facebook, and on YouTube at uh, The Bailey Show. If you're looking for your freebie on a Monday, uh, we have tickets to, whoa, tickets to go see Limp Biscuit uh, at the Toyota Pavilion at Concord, August 23rd. And opening for Limp Biscuit is Corey Feldman. <laughs> Why is that funny? Why is that? You tell me. Why, well, I mean, it's great, right? I mean, it, actually, Corey Feldman is is an entertaining artist. I just, it's an it's an interesting line. You tell me why that's funny. I don't know. I, I every time I've heard you say that since last week, you kind of said it with like a chuckle or like I can't believe this. Well, happening. who's Corey Feldman? He's a uh, rock singer. <laughs> just say you wow. don't know. <laughs> just say you don't. Know. You don't know who Corey Feldman is. I know his name. I just you're gonna say then what band is he in? I don't remember. No, I'm not gonna say that uh-huh. at all. Nelson, what would I say? I would say, have you seen any of the the eighties comedies that involve little kids? Goonies, because, Lost Boys. Right. He and Corey Haim were the known as the two Corys. Oh, I've seen the Lost Boys. Okay. Well he's he's Corey Feldman. Mm-hmm. So I mean, is he not a good singer or something? Well, he's well, he's, he, he's an actor. <laughs> oh yeah, I know him. Yeah, okay. Well, you didn't know him a minute ago. No, you Yeah, don't. I know him. Yeah, okay. Now no you know place. him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, okay, so then what is he doing? Is he actor turned rocker? Well, he has a band. I mean, legally, if he if you have a band, you have to be called a musician, but I mean. <laughs> he must not be any good. Well, so here's the thing. To Corey's credit, right? And he's a very nice guy. He's he's very different, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a different fella. Uh, he, he believes in what he does. Yeah. Like he and his angels, as he calls his girls, <laughs> he believes in what he does. So I'm not making fun of him by no stretch. I'm just saying it's like never in a million years. One, did you probably think that you'd be able to go see Limp Bizkit in 2024? Right. In which, by the uh, by the way, they did a really good job at Aftershock. Yes. I was not a fan of the cowboy gimmick throughout. You know, the that's the thing with Biscuit now is that he has like a gimmick for every show. And, you know, because it's like the dad rock. It's, it's like he's making fun of the crowd. Like, uh-huh. after a certain point, it just be kind of comes to like, what are you doing? You know, like, just give us what we want. You know, you're playing all the hits. You're not trying to shove new music down our throats. So just put the ball cap on backwards and come out there and do your thing. Right. But he doesn't uh, want to do that for whatever reason. Uh, but you still get to hear break stuff. I mean, he played break stuff, what, twice at Aftershock. Right. Oh, don't you have to at this point? Right. <laughs> like, give us the hits. In case you missed it the first time, like 
20 minutes ago. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to play it again. So, anyway, interesting ticket, right? Limp Biscuit with Corey Feldman, Toyota uh, Pavilion, Concord, August 23rd. We'll do that closer to uh, 8 o'clock. We'll do a round of uh, Generally Speaking. We, uh, Friday night, and uh, probably a few of you were out of Thunder Valley for uh, Daltrey and Scott Stapp. I got to tell you, it was a great show. It was. Really, really good show. You know, I mean, I've seen, obviously, both of them before. Um, I don't, actually, I don't know if I've seen Scott solo. Uh, I've seen Creed numerous times, but I don't know if I've ever seen him solo. And it uh, it was good. It was good. You know, Nikki and I got to go out there. Look, here's what, you know, Thunder Valley really did a good job. Well, the venue's a cool spot for live music anyway. Uh, the best thing about it, it's nine minutes from my house. That is the best thing about that venue. Great audio, great seating, you know, and it's a seating type of atmosphere. Yeah, it's not a bad seat in the house. Right, really good seats. Uh, weight staff is great, strength, you know, all that good stuff, right? So, you know, Nikki and I got to go up there, and, and, and they let us up on stage, and, and they had the 98 Rock logo, they had the BS logo on their huge jumbotron. Mm-hmm. That is hospitality. It is. Right. That is hospitality. You know, we owned that show. Yes. <clears throat> which is great. It's great for the radio station. So, it was exciting. Yeah, so we go out there and we do our little things and blah, 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 blah. You know, met up with uh, Daughtry and his crew and it was the picture taken and dup, 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 getting ready to go out there and Scott's warming up backstage. You know, oh, me, 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 me. <laughs> you know, we say hello. He says hello back and, you know, hey, man, what's going on? Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Bop, dee, bop, dee, bop, dee, bop, bop. Uh, and then Stapp opens up the show. <clears throat> and I found it was interesting because on Friday was the day that started ticket sales for his higher power tour, as he said, or as we said when he was when mm-hmm. he was on with us. But he's got like three things he's juggling. He's opening for Daltrey. He's getting ready to embark on a solo tour. And he's also going back out on the road with Creed for select dates. So I was wondering if he was like struggling with what to promote and how to promote it. Like he didn't want to promote something and it kind of Trump promoting it for another band. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh-huh. Like he didn't talk about any of it at all. No, not really. But when he when he got up there, something I noticed from the crowd when he was singing is that the songs that people were most, I guess, familiar with Great. were the Creed songs. Of course. And everybody was like on their feet and standing up. And I was like, okay. I had to ask Rachel. I'm like, why is everybody standing up for this one? She's like, because this one's popular. I'm like, okay, yeah. This one's popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you, you know, as like with him, because he he wants to be a successful solo artist, and his solo stuff is good, right? And you see a lot of these guys when they're not with their bands. You know, I'll use Ed Kowalczyk, for example. Ed Kowalczyk is one of my favorite artists. I think he's he's a great guy. He's a great writer. He's a great singer. The band Live. Uh, I think we just actually played Live, right? Yes, we did. So, so okay. So Live is, is a cool band, especially if you grew up, uh, for the most part, in the 90s, right? Creed would be the same thing in the 90s going into the 2000s. So Ed Kowalczyk's... Uh, solo stuff is really, really good, but nobody's listening to it as much as they're listening to live. No. Right? So when he goes out and he does his solo stuff, he knows people want to hear, you know, I Alone and those types of things. Like, you wonder if that, like, breaks your heart. Is that If you're if you're an artist, does that, like, piss you mm. off? I think if you, if you think about it too much, it could. Yeah. I think if you're like too far into your bubble, but if you can like take fame with a grain of salt, you know, the guys that don't let it go to their head, mm-hmm. like a, uh, uh, you know, you never, I know this isn't the same saying, but you never hear Rick Springfield bitching about playing Jesse's girl. You know what I mean? Right. Well, he, he better not. 
Yeah. Right. You know, that's, but, that's, but it's like, it's like I heard a long time ago that like during some of their, their breakup time or like when it was really on the rocks, like the black crows stopped playing hard to handle. Like, I think if I see a member of the black crows as the black crows or as a solo artist, I'm going to want to hear hard to handle. I've heard Zach Brown doesn't like to play chicken fried. Actually, he changes lyrics every now and again. Wow. Yeah. Got to play the hit, dude. Yeah. I, uh, that's just what I heard. I don't know that for a fact or not. Uh, Dangers Dan in West Point. Good morning to you, sir. How are you? Good morning. So, uh, do you remember I was supposed to meet you Friday night? I, I was. Uh-huh. I didn't get to, well, if you let me get to the rest of the conversation, I missed the entire show because <laughs> I was outside waiting for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I know. So, uh, and I know how bad you hate when people do this, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, it happened right after I got off the show. There was a police. I got a recording and everything and pictures. My neighbor, the guy's been nuts. We've been calling about him for a year. He has guns. Anyway, they tried to serve a warrant on him. And I can't believe you haven't heard or read anything about this, but they had four agencies. They had three SWAT teams. They had about 40 vehicles, and uh, this guy uh, would not come out. And he shot at officers around 9.15, and they never they didn't get him out of the house until 6.30 that night. Really? And I was supposed to leave, you know, at 5. It, it's a, it's a two-hour ride to, to uh, Thunder Valley from my house. <laughs> so you were stuck. They, they kept you in your house during the standoff? Oh, yeah. Well, it was like until noon, I thought, oh, well, I'll, you know, I'll have something great to tell you guys tonight, you know, and I thought it'd be over. And then around noon, they try one of those uh, flashbangs, you yeah, know, yeah. and you hear two bursts of uh, automatic fire, and they run back, and then they just waited, and every five minutes you hear, please come out with your hands up. Now, we probably could have got out of there if we left by one or two, but once... Once they closed the road and they brought in uh, El Dorado County and they had a flatbed trailer with thing that looks like a bulldozer, but it has a big platform on the front where guys can stand and right. bulletproof glass. Bottom line is that this guy shot at officers on four different occasions. What happened the to guy the guy? house is about 150 yards from mine. The SWAT guy who took the shot who took him down was about 150 feet from my house. And when we when they were there, they had the ambulance slash coroner vehicle parked in front of our gate, and then they had another vehicle. But they had fifteen vehicles parked on our side of the property, and I didn't understand. But all right, Dan, had, Dan, Dan, take a breath for a second. Hold on for a second. So, what what did the guy do? So the guy was a felon. I mean, a parolee, two time loser. He's not allowed to possess any guns, and for. Over a year, ever since he's been here, every weekend he gets drunk, he gets high on meth, whatever, and he starts firing his gun off. Well, you know, my neighbor Hal, he retired from Mule Creek, and my wife's from Santa Cruz County Jail, and we just kind of asked the guy to, you know, hey, cool it. Well, he threatened to kill the guy, and now, in in the middle of this standoff, he won't converse with the police. He calls my neighbor Hal, and he says, (laughs) Hal's like, well, what's on the warrant? He says, well, I have illegal guns. And bottom line is, <laughs> I mean, who? Why wouldn't you call? Why would you call Hal? Hal? <laughs> I want to call Hal. Like, I know if I'm surrounded by the cops and 
<laughs> you're pointing guns at me. My first phone call is to Hal. Hal and Hal. <laughs> Just because you're like, how do I get out of this? <laughs> how do I get out of this? That's so stupid. How would you handle it? <laughs> Well, how does this end? Right. All right, all right. How does this end? All right. You tell us, all right? God. Well, this guy is telling my neighbor that he's going to kill all of us because we called on him. So, I mean, he's personally threatened my life more than once. Yeah. Drives by the yard every time he's one of those guys throws his chin up like what? What? Yeah. Uh, is, he, is he dead? No, that's oh. what sucks, right? Oh <laughs> wow. All right, look, I got to go. I got to go. Send us. Wait, do me a favor, Danger Stan. You're literally, your your name is now Danger Stan forever because of this. Send us some of that footage, would you? I will. I will. Right. And just so you guys can look on ABC 10, yeah. just put West Point, uh, you know, Calaveras County, yeah. and you will see the whole story. It tells you when it started, all that cool stuff. Right. And, uh, yeah, I got a picture of this battering ram thing. They used it to just push the side of his house in. They didn't even ram the door. Right. Hey, Dan, can we get Hal's number? Can you get, get that over to us? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put you on hold. Don't go anywhere. How do we get Hal's number? How, how do we get it? How? Do you, how? How's the, I want to know how that, how that conversation went. Oh, oh, my neighbor Hal. I just want it in my back pocket. Mr. Bailey, you... Uh, any last words before we uh, flip the switch? <laughs> Can I call Hal? <laughs> Can I phone a friend? <laughs> 916-909-0985. Beat that. <laughs> Bet you can't. Uh, there is a woman that got popped, not neighbors with Dangerous Dan. She, I'm assuming, did not call Hal because she nope. probably would have gotten some good advice. After cops found $2,500 of this in her trunk. Tell you what that is here in a minute. Hang on. There's a woman in Sacramento that got pulled over for stealing $2,500 worth of what? What could be worth $2,500 that would give you the balls to go into a Target and steal it and risk uh, felony charges and being sent to jail and all kinds of stuff? A TV. No. I don't even think TVs are that much anymore. The latest stuff from Chip and Joanna Gaines collection. Nailed it. <laughs> Live, laugh, love, baby. Yeah, $2,500 sign they, they stole. No, uh, Stanley Cups and not the hockey kind. Oh, so like three ones. cups? Yeah. Bring it down, Doug. Uh, the, uh, the, no, yeah, like three cups. They put three whole Stanley Cups into a, a cart and walked you know, out. In actuality, to be honest with you, you know, they're not that expensive. Like, they're almost fifty dollars a cup. They're like fifty dollars a cup, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, compared to the Yetis, and they're bigger than the Yetis. You're right; they really aren't that expensive. They're not that bad, you know. I mean, I know it's trendy and very, you know, uh, whatever. But uh, it, it, it's like for what you're getting, they're good cups. They've been around forever. Well, I don't think this person stole them to go drink out of them. I think they stole them to try to sell them for well, like you, some crazy price. You don't think they were trying to add to their collection of no, colors? No, 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 no. Right. <laughs> Got to have the right Stanley for every outfit. Correct, yeah. And they do come in every single color. And people go from store to store to try to find colors. Mm-hmm, I mean, like, it's like a collector's item. Yeah, this girl I know put up this thing on Facebook, and she found this white and gold one, and it's so cute. And I don't want to copy her, so I'm not, but I really liked it. Uh, so the, uh, this happened uh, a couple days back and this is uh, Roseville police department. I saw it on the social media over the weekend. 
And uh, I like they put they posted a picture with all the the stolen Stanley Cups on the hood of the cop mm-hmm. car. <laughs> so that was a lot of cups. Uh, and it happened uh, at the uh, Target at Stanford Ranch Row. That's right by my house. And they saw a staff member there saw a woman. Right, Target. Yeah, yeah. Uh, saw the woman with a shopping. Right, Target. Am I right on that? Why am I saying Target? Did I is it, or a retail store? They say it's a retail. retail store. I'm not sure if it's Target or not. Well, the only two places that sell them are Target and Dicks, and Walmart too. Walmart sells. Walmart them. has Stanleys. I thought so. I don't think. I think they have Hanleys. Uh, I think Walmart <laughs> has Stanley. I'm gonna double check. All right. Anyway, staff uh, uh, staff reportedly saw this woman taking a shopping cart full of Stanley cups, and you know, this is one of those you know this uh, these entitled people that uh, are like, I'm gonna steal something because no one's gonna stop me. And they're right. I mean, no one could stop them. Yep, they're at Walmart. They do have them at Walmart. Yes, they do. Okay, so she loads up her shopping cart with these Stanley Cups, and uh, the the suspect refused to stop for the store employees. Please stop. Don't go. Please stop. Uh, No. Okay. All right. Well, we'll call the cops. Well, that's fine. Try to catch me. Stuffed them all in her car. And by the way, this is not the smartest thing to steal that many, because that's a lot of loading. Yes, it is. You know? That takes a lot of time from get the cart to to trunk uh, to put in there. Roosevelt PD said that this uh, woman's vehicle was spotted as it entered uh, Galleria Boulevard. She was pulled over. A search of her vehicle. And what kind of search did you need to notice that she had $2,500 worth of Stanley Cups? And she had a Mustang at that. That's the type of car she had. So (laughs) they have a picture of them opening up her trunk, and it's just piled up with these cups in a Mustang. I don't know. What what do you... How, how much searching are you doing? Not but, much. I mean, you just open the trunk and go, boom, here yeah, they go. This don't, they don't belong to you. 65 Stanley products valued at nearly $2,500. Uh, this 23-year-old uh, Sacramento woman was arrested under suspicion of grand theft. So she didn't get the memo of the under $1,000 rule. The <laughs> fact that people feel so comfortable walking right out of a store in plain view stealing is still wild to me. Isn't that crazy? I cannot wrap my head around it at all. So what is this going to do? This is Now they're probably going to lock up their Stanley Cups. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. And you're going to have to go get a key and find somebody. Ugh. Yeah. And, and there are no associates. Right. So annoying. They're not going to hire anybody else to help no. you out. <laughs> nope. You're going to be sitting there for an hour just waiting for somebody to open up the Stanley Cup locker. No. You know, you can get, like, a Stanley sticker and then just buy one of these cups off of Timu. You know what I mean? Like, nobody's checking your your VIN number on your Stanley cup. It's not the same, Nelson. I bought a knockoff one and my straw bent. No. I, 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 well, I don't know about the straw situation, but there is a—I I will say this. Like, I, I agree with you, Nelson. A lot of things, you can go cheap and stuff, but the cups, there is a difference there between— is. Going in and buying, you know, the knockoff brand. Uh huh. You know, it keeps you colder, hotter. Keeps it colder. Your ice stays in there. Your like, straw doesn't bend. I don't know. I saw an, a Timu, literally a Timu one that did everything that the Stanley did, and the straw looked pretty sturdy this weekend. <laughs> and it's a a ten year old that's using it. So allegedly, I, this is all alleged. T- tell What's, me. Hold on. What? Hold on. What part is alleged? That she's ten or that I saw it? That it has <laughs> the same quality. Once you get it from Timu. Timu is just one step above Wish. Oh Come on, God. Nelson. What is, what is Timu? Uh, it's a place you um, order stuff from, like how Wish, oh. but it's super discounted. So they give it to you at the prices that what maybe businesses buy stuff for wholesale. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was a brand. No, no, nope. no. Oh, okay. Because TJ Maxx has a brand. Like, they have an off-brand that I get, like the water bottles or the, the water bowls for the dogs. <laughs> uh-huh. You thought that was TJ Maxx's off-brand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I did. Timu. <laughs> 
I want to know oh, how you got the T-Mob brand. Okay, I, I, I want to know how much you inspected the straw. That's what I was getting at. Right. <laughs> like, I, I mean, inspected I, the straw. And it seemed sturdy. It looked like a pretty thick plastic straw. Okay, I didn't touch the straw, but again, it was a child that was using it, and her mother had no complaints. The daughter had no complaints about any she straw issues. She doesn't know at ten. This uh, this woman's <laughs> definitely reselling these. Oh yes, that's exactly uh-huh. what she was going to try to do. Well, she's definitely in jail. Well, now she is, is but she was going right. to try to resell them. So in the store, there fifty. She'd be like, "I'll give them to you for twenty dollars a pop." And look, let's play devil's advocate for, uh, advocate for a second. You know, on the flip side of this, it's if you're going to steal something. And I hate stealers. But if you are going to steal something, like this is not a bad move to steal the Stanley Cups because there's no like VIN number. It's not like money that's got, you know, like they're not going to track it. Mm-hmm. And nobody cares if you're buying. I mean, you don't know. It's not like she's going up and saying, I stole these. You want to buy one? Uh, but you have to go back to being an old school thief. You can't load up a cart and walk out in plain sight. You got to put the stuff under your skirt or something to hide stealing it, or this is just dumb. Oh, please tell me that story. Woman caught with uh, $2,500 <laughs> of Stanley Cups up inside. <laughs> that's <laughs> trying, how, to, trying to get him into jail. That's a moo moo. I knew right this there. lady who, that's how she would steal. She could steal alcohol, she could steal anything. She put them under her dress. Now, how she held it somewhere between her thighs, I don't know how this lady did it, but she could steal anything like that. She put it in the bear cave. I don't know what she did. I didn't ask too many questions. That's a bear cave. (laughs) That's what they do. Do you think, Nikki, that before your reduction, you could have held one like underneath one of your one of the girls there? Like, could you have stolen it that way? Probably, yes, absolutely. Well, let's rephrase that question, Nelson. Without I couldn't the, under my breast, but I could put it under my I, stomach. Yeah, I was going to say, can you put it <laughs> yeah, under one of your I rolls? I for sure could steal two Stanley Cups right now under my roll. Yeah, his whole his his son's whole head fits under there. So, of course, mm-hmm. a cup can, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no problem with a cup. If a young child's head can fit under my gut, <laughs> Stanley Cup, that's my roll. Cool. Yeah. Not only can it fit, but once his head is there and locked in, I can pick him up off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for a side hustle. Join the circus. <laughs> right. It's a good trick there. Good father-son duo. <laughs> All right. Well, don't steal Stanley Cups. Please don't. And if you do, be smarter than this lady. <laughs> really, again, I love, I'd love to talk to criminals and ask them why. Like, what was the reason? What were you thinking? I mean, this you knew you weren't getting away with this. No mask, no nothing. You thought you just walk out this store with a cart full of Stanley Cups and drive off into the sunset. And to be honest with you, probably anything else you might get away with. You went in and stole $2,500 worth of socks. You know, it might not have been a big, but not the Stanley Cups. Don't mm-hmm. take those guys. You know what I mean? All right. First uh, round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who sadly died at a company party and who's advancing in the playoffs. All right. Two big stories from today. Get your first round of headlines here in a minute. Hey! Headlines. Hey, first round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys, heating and air. 530 Good Air, best service, best price. That is guaranteed, Nikki D. A company watches in horror as their CEO is killed. H1. What was designed to be a celebration of success turned tragic when they fell 15 feet in front of a packed audience. This took place over in India over the weekend. The CEO, 
and the president of this company, VizTech, they were celebrating this big party and they were trying to come out in, in style and fashion. And so they were in this like a uh, wooden type cart that was holstered 15 feet above this stage. Well, at some point, the cable snaps in the videos that are circulating online. They don't blurt anything out. They actually show both these men fall out and fall to the ground. One of them, sadly, he fell on his head yeah. and it killed him. The other guy, he sprained like his wrist is hurt and his arm, but he's in critical condition right now in the hospital. Yeah, uh, Fafo, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the one guy that died, uh, I mean, he, it's almost like you, you, you wish that it was higher so you had more time to think about how you were going to fall. But because it was only 15 feet, mm-hmm. you know, the way the guy fell was so fast. Yeah. And it was like his neck and his head snapped because he had no time to prepare for the fall. He couldn't get his hands down or anything like that. And I'm going, you know, again, you know, if you're an employee of a company and you're trying to make ends meet and you've been probably bitching for years about getting a raise, feeling devalued, right? And you go to some party and you're like, how much did you spend to ha- to be holstered above the stage to come down looking like a rock star? Yeah. When you could have given me that. I would have taken the thousand plus dollars that you used to come out of a box. I don't know. What are you trying to prove here? You know, I you could have just, much. you know, I, I bet you they won't do that again. Of course they won't do that again. And I think it'll deter anybody else who had the idea of doing it. I think if I was up in that box, I would have been holding on to like the side of it or something. I don't know. I say that now after watching somebody fall. I, I don't know. Yeah, you should have you should have put an email out and said, All right, guys, look, we're gonna spend about uh, ten thousand dollars on this box for for me and Bob to come out on to look cool. Uh would you rather just split it up and everybody get fifty dollars? Yeah, I'd take the $50. I don't need to see you come out of a box. It's, right. it's fine. It doesn't do anything for your status. doesn't make the company look cooler because you came out of a box. Would you be traumatized if you saw that at a company party? I'd be traumatized because I'd be like, I can't believe I've been working for these idiots for this long. <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> I knew I should have left two years ago. <laughs> That's why I would have been traumatized. Oh, my God. All right, second story. We're down to the last four teams before the Super Bowl, H2. Lions fans are going home ecstatic. Ecstatic! There we go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. I'm so happy, man. I'm just, I'm elated. I just want to say Super Bowl, boys. I know we got one more game, but we got it in the back. There were a lot of games going on this weekend for the playoffs. Uh, The Chiefs ended up beating the Bills 27-24. to Um, So Kansas City is going to advance, and they're going to be playing against the Baltimore Ravens, who beat Houston. And then the 49ers, they beat Green Bay. I know that was a big matchup we were discussing last week. And so they're going to go on to take on the Detroit Lions, who beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, nicely done. Very good. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. I know you're very proud of your sports I am stuff. very proud of myself. You know what I'm saying? The game's going to be on Sunday, and that's going to determine who's going to the Super Bowl. So, so the Ravens game, I mean, that was a nice season, Houston, and that was about it. The 49ers got a, a big dose of Green Bay. Again, don't think anybody expected Green – well, nobody did expect Green Bay to be there, and I don't think the 49ers expected them to play as well as they played. Right. Uh, so that's that. The Buffalo, uh, the 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 Buffalo, the Kansas City Buffalo game. Uh, poor Tyler Bass, you know. I mean, poor Buffalo fans. I mean, how many times have they heard wide right, right? So that guy missing that field goal, and it was a wonky field goal. Like, and he had the wind. 
So it shouldn't have been that difficult. It was, I believe, a 44-yard field goal. And so, I mean, it went up, and it was dead center, dead to rights, and it was the gods of Kansas City Chiefs just went, and that thing went, woof, right? So, I mean, just I couldn't even imagine being that guy. Uh, thank God they're at home so he can get in his car and go. I always think about that, right, for the kicker or the guy that screws it up. If you're an away team and you've got to get on that flight with the rest of the fellas, mm-hmm. oh, my God, how miserable do you feel and you're just like, I, look, I'll take, I'll, I'll catch a different flight, guys. I was talking to a friend of mine I'm during drive. this game, right? Yeah. And that's what he said. He's like, they're going to kill him. He's at home, and then he's like, well, he's a kicker. They may not recognize him. Yeah, they may not recognize <laughs> wow. him. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, in the in the Green Bay 49ers game too. I mean, Green Bay went for it on fourth down early in the game, and they could have, uh, you know, and I believe he, their kicker, who's not all that great, he missed a field goal too. So. You know, that game could have ended differently. Now, the Tampa Bay-Detroit game's interesting because they're, you know, down by eight, obviously losing by eight. They, on thir- um, the Detroit Lions were kneeling down, and they had one more, the Bucks had one more timeout. So they could have technically called a timeout and made the Detroit Lions punt the ball mm-hmm. and still had about, 25-ish seconds left on the clock. I thought after they got that first down that they didn't have enough timeouts. No, I don't believe that's the case. I'm almost positive they, they there was like third and something, and they were kneeling the ball down, uh, and they could have they had one timeout left. I'm almost positive that was the case, or I wouldn't have brought it up. Mm. I don't think I'm wrong on that, and which was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. I'm going, what are you doing? You know, why would you not call the timeout? You never know what could happen. It's the playoffs, right? I mean, you could you know. Fudge the snap. Yeah. You don't know what can happen. So uh, you could still do something big in 25 seconds? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's plenty of, well, I don't know, plenty of time, but it's plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Enough time. You know what I mean? So, anyway, uh, looks like the scripts will probably, I don't know. You know, Detroit's the, like, that's that's the storyline team, right? You know, the, the, the networks want Kansas City because they want Taylor Swift there. Uh-huh. Right. Well, last night, I mean, not last night, but the night of the game, uh, Jason was kind of the star. He he overshadowed Taylor Swift at that game. He took his shirt off, and everybody's in the blog <laughs> talking about him doing this little yell and scream for Travis. So he might be overshadowing her uh, now. I, I like how you're on first name basis with yeah. Jason. And, do you know his last name? Kelsey. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> JK. My bad. You know. My bad. I've been doing my little sportsy research. I, 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 I love that relationship between them, that brother relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I their think, whole family seems so tight-knit. Right. He was out before with the Bills Mafia drinking beers with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he and he pulls the Burt Kreischer and he's got his shirt off. And, you know, and it, and, and every, you know, his brother, I mean, I think Travis st- scored twice, right? So, yeah. So, uh just to cheer him. I just, mm-hmm. this mom's up there and, yeah. you know, now you got your brother's girlfriend who just happens to be Taylor Swift. And and uh, in the video, his cool. mom's looking at him like, you just see the admiration and like love on her face while she's looking at him cheer for his brother. I'm like, I want to be a part of their family. Right? Like he's, you know, <laughs> he's not there and he's cool with it because his brother is. Yeah. You know, like if you've seen when they lost the Super Bowl to the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, and he hugs his mother and he's upset and he goes, no, go celebrate with Trav. Like, like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Family over everything. Over everything. That's how it should be. That's yeah, pretty neat. All right. Uh, coming up this week on the anniversary of arguably one of the greatest songs as far as how everything went into it and the what it was supposed to accomplish, which would be We Are the World, um, if 
any of you remember that whole thing. Uh, but Lionel Richie, who was a part of the the song, yes, he was. He the, helped write it. Yeah, the original thing. Actually, you know who, who was the main guy who really wrote most of it? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he just never took credit for it because he's such a good dude. Well, he's he was. Past dude. was he's, right. He's dead. Uh, but Lionel Richie says you can't do a "We Are the World" anymore, and uh, I'll tell you why here in a minute. Hang on. Welcome back. Appreciate you being here. Good morning. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. No Kyle, Nelson. There's Dougie T. Your phone number nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Same number for the text machine. If you'd like to participate in the program here, uh, the live stream is up. Yes. 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 On the BS Facebook as well as the 98 Rock Facebook if you'd like to join the rest of the Bugars and have some odd conversations while you look at us do weird things in the studio, uh, definitely during the break. And play the I Spy game of uh, Nelson's background and see what he has behind him. I see a pill bottle. I see I Spy a pill bottle. I spy. Yeah, you might want to hide that. No, that's I, listen. I'm legally allowed to have this. This is my Adderall. Oh, okay. <laughs> it has my name on it. Okay. This is the only radio show in the country right now where one of the members is downing Adderall and chasing it with a Starbucks venti coffee. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Um, we are the world. Everybody remembers that from 1985, coming up on the 39th uh, anniversary of We Are the World. Could you do it again? Could you have a collection of all those A-list uh, singers and celebrities in one room for free uh, and willing to do what they did in one night for the most part? Uh, it's not as easy as what everybody thinks. It, it was over a, peer, a sm- short period of time, mm-hmm. but the one big night after the American Music Awards is where most of the singers and celebrities showed up at the studio to, to record their tracks. Lionel Richie, who was a part of the original, actually, he was a co-writer of the original. I mean, yeah. he, he had a lot to do with it. He says, you can, and he's one of the last standing, to be honest with you, out of this list. Uh, he says you can't do it today because all the singers sound the same. They do. And I would agree with him on that. When I saw this uh, come up in those words that he said, I thought to myself, he's absolutely right. Because I have this conversation often with R&B singers. So many of the, especially the women now, even the men, they all sound the same. So when you hear the music, I don't know who the artist is. But it wasn't just all R&B singers. No, it wasn't for that. But I'm just saying that was the conversation and argument that I've been having with the people sounding the same. See, my argument then is that just like legally you wouldn't be able to do it. You know what I mean? And I don't mean like it's against the law, but like none of those management companies would work together on something that broad spectrum and knowing that they weren't getting a piece of it. Because, yeah, R&B singers might all sound alike and country singers might all sound alike, but R&B next to country, next to rock, next to whatever, there would be enough of a vocal mix. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I think he's got a really good point. I mean, if you break down the list of the, the different artists that went to perform, they, you know, the people that had solos, they had distinct voices. Mm -hmm. So if you were to kind of swap them out, which we can do here in a minute with a current artist, you know, then you kind of think, well, like, would their voice stand out? So, uh, for those that don't know what we are, the world was and is, so it was actually inspired by the UK All-Star charity single, Do They Know uh, Do They Know It's Christmas? And that was released a few months earlier in 85. 
uh, We Are the World was actually released in March of 1985. 85 is such a great year. And it went on to sell 20 million copies and um, more than $75 million raised by the nonprofit organization. And it was USA for Africa, which I believe is still around today. It is. You know, the, the whole thing at that time was the famine in, in Africa where millions and millions of people were dying. Mm-hmm. Because of no food. Starvation. Starvation, yeah. So, you know, these artists got together, and uh, with Michael Jackson really being uh, one of the main leads to all of this, um, and he just had gotten off of tour, like the Thriller stuff, I believe, right? He had just gotten off a tour, and, you know, he put all of his heart and soul into this, and he kind of went and flew under the radar for even still to this day, people know that he was a part of it but don't know how much he was a part of he was big over with like doing charity work and stuff like that in africa he used to have them in his videos and stuff like like he was really big into that he was an activist stevie wonder not michael jackson originally was supposed to be lionel richie's co-writer um but uh i guess when lionel richie called stevie wonder he couldn't find the phone never answered it oh Oh my god (laughs) Busy looking He's for that phone. Horrible. You're horrible. Most of the singers. That's too easy. And I'm sorry. Stevie C, by the way. Watch the videos. I'm, oh, a, I'm a Stevie C truther. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, that is so easy and so it's old. So Low hanging fruit. Uh, yeah, really. Most of the singers had never heard the song before walking into the studio. Uh, Bob Dylan was actually extremely nervous about singing his solo. And Kenny Rogers wanted to get everyone's autograph, as I would too. And he got it on a piece of um, sheet music, sheet paper. And once he started doing it, everybody started running around doing it. I thought that was cool. So the most standout line, again, if you want to get in on this conversation, feel free. 916-909-0985. The the line that stands out the most from which artist for We Are the World? Nikki? Um... To me, it's, there's a choice to make it. By who? Who sing that part? Um, Obviously, it doesn't stand out that much. It does. I just can't remember who sings the part. All right. Well, here, here's here's the line. And, and then if we go through trying to replace, and which, again, like I said, we can do here in a minute, go through replacing the artist with significant parts in We Are the World with a current artist, uh, this one stands out the most. Give me W5. W5, Doug. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen makes We Are the World, in my opinion. Bruce Springsteen was the guy. He that, that is a standout part right there. Let me hear it again. W5. Go again. We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones that make it right. Oh, God. I love Bruce. <laughs> Bringing it. Yeah. Uh, here's the start of the song with Lionel Richie and Stevie Wonder, W1. There comes a time oh. when we heed a certain call, when the world must come together as one. I'm assuming Stevie's on the piano. Yes, probably no. so. No, he har- and he's he harmonizing. Har- no, he harmonizes on the back half of that vocal. Oh, okay. So I didn't see his song. Later. <laughs> 
gosh. Lay up off of Stevie. You, you, you know, the, uh, the the whole idea for the song was actually what they did prior was they went and listened to a bunch of national anthems. So if you listen to the song the way that it's built, it's built with a slow start and then it, it uh, you know, gradually pumps up. You know, so it's a very, it's supposed to be an anthem, in which they did. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it comes, I mean, it's a great song, right? You want to hear something funny? So uh, years and years ago, I was at this radio station, and for some reason, I wanted to, I think it was when they redid the We Are the World, like, because they redid that at one time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And it was back in, like, the mid-2000s, I think. So I, I and I, I think I just started working at this radio station. I went, and, and I was like, oh, this would be fun. So I went and got everybody at the radio station. We had a full, I mean, it was, it was actually a real radio station where they had a bunch of employees. Uh, and so that I went and got everyone, and I had them, and I, and I rewrote the song. And I, I rewrote everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually wrote a new song, okay? And I had help from somebody that actually knew what they were doing. But So I went into the studio with each and every one of them, and I recorded their lyrics. Oh. And then I had somebody uh, mix it all down. Uh-huh. And I never released it. It's never seen what? the light of day. No. Yeah. You never. still have it? I still, I think, somewhere. I don't know where. I'd have to search for it. But I still have it. And for whatever reason, I forget why. There was a reason. I never released it. Dang, I would love to hear that. Well, you wouldn't what know anybody on it. I, I don't even remember that. I don't even remember mm. the title of the song. I don't even know what I was doing. Dang. But it's I, probably it, really neat to listen to now, though, if you can find but it. But it was right. like days and weeks of work that I had put into this, and then I just let it go. And I can't remember why. Maybe because it was maybe it was sucked. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> That's Copy a good reason. reason. Uh, here's Kenny Rogers, Tina Turner, W2. Yeah, and then I love I, Tina. Just imagine like the two of them harmonizing. What? Why would they ever be in the same place at the same time? Kenny Rogers and Tina Turner. Right. And it, doesn't like Tina come out of that and and does her thing because Tina's got an extremely distinct voice. Oh yes, yeah, she does. Or she did. Yeah. yeah, she does. You know, again, going to Lionel Richie's point, and the question is, is can you remake it today? And he says, no, you cannot remake We Are the World after uh, almost what is it? Forty years, nineteen eighty-five. Yeah. Is yeah. that the right math? Yep. Yeah, for, it, 40 years. It's almost 40 years almost in 1985. Yeah. yeah, January 28th, 1985. So, like, you've got Lionel Richie, who's amazing, mm-hmm. right? And when you hear Lionel Richie, you know it's Lionel Richie. When you hear Stevie Wonder, you know oh, it's, it's Stevie, Stevie Wonder. When you hear Bruce Springsteen, you know it's Bruce Springsteen. Kenny Rogers, Tina Turner, all voices that you know. Yes, or you should know. I mean, I guess depending on how old you are. I mean, if you're 18 right now, you're going, what, what are you talking about? Right. You wouldn't know, but if but you were around in that time, you knew. You're going to know, you know. Um, you didn't grab any Cindy Lauper clips, but Cindy Lauper was a part of this, and I think she stood out, too. She's got, a, obviously, a very distinct voice. You know, she kind of had one of those Bruce Springsteen parts in that. Like, she just, she popped. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Uh, here's Michael Jackson and Diana Ross, uh, W3. You know, I don't 
know I if you could. You. I don't know if you could release a song like this in 2024 because it's so happy. Uh huh. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear happy, right? They, people would complain. They would tear it apart and go. They would find a way to tear the song apart. Just say it yes. was cheesy or something like that. But this song, even now, just playing Woke. these little clips that you are playing, Woke. it makes it just makes me feel happy on the inside to hear it. Yeah, they'd be like, "We are the woke world." Life isn't like that, you know. Right. Yeah, I don't believe you didn't get paid. You know, I don't believe any of this stuff. You know, well, people in Africa like a- aren't starving. This is all a lie. You show me real pictures of them starving. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's a it's a case of FOMO too, like on display before FOMO even people realized what it was because a lot of people don't realize that it was Quincy Jones that was integral in making this happen because at the award show he just went around and used his star power and said, "Come on, we're all going across the street and we're all going to get in here and work together and we're going to put this thing out." Yeah, and prior, you know, Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie had laid down laid down tracks and lines. So it was after the American Music Awards when Quincy Jones, and not that many, you know, you have a star-studded, I mean, now it's more iconic because, you know, 40 years have gone by, but at that moment, people didn't know what was going on other than the people that knew what was going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, uh, and Lionel Richie, I don't even think, went to the awards show because he was so caught up in this. So he went around and just said, all right, is everybody ready to go? Let's yep, go. We're just walking, literally, like, no, we're just walking across the street. <laughs> right. And, and nobody else knew. But it's not just the artist. I mean, you had Dan Aykroyd, Harry Belafonte, uh, Lindsey Buckingham, um, Sheila E., Bob, uh, Bob Geldof, Geldof um, let's see, um, Latoya Jackson, uh, the ja- all the Jacksons were there, Wayland Jennings, Bette Midler. Smokey Robinson. John Oates. Uh yeah, Smokey Robinson, and you know, and then you have the Lionel Richie. He said, "Oh, Waylon, he walked out. He's like, screw this. I don't like these lyrics. I'm gone." That's right. He did, didn't he? <laughs> yep. He's like, "This is stupid." Yep. <laughs> did he regret that now? <laughs> yeah. Then there were who was it? Where did I read? There was somebody else that was asked to be a part of it. Maybe it was him. No, no, no. It was somebody else that was asked to be a part of it, but they they turned they declined it, and then they regretted it. They're in oh Prince. Prince oh. Prince was because the, the beef between Prince and Michael Jackson, right? The ego beef. And Prince was supposed to originally be a part of it, and he turned it down, and there's, like, all these different conspiracies on whether he did it for the right reasons or he did it for the – like, he was on tour, he really couldn't be there, something like that. But Prince was orig- – and then he said later in life that it was one of his biggest regrets. Yeah, you're right. It's Prince. Well, yeah, it was Prince, mm-hmm. right? Um, so if you got Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon – Kenny Rogers, Tina Turner, Billy Joel, Michael Jackson, Dinah Ross, Diane Warwick, Willie Nelson, Bruce Springsteen, Kenny Loggins, Steve Perry, Daryl Hall, Huey Lewis, Cindy Lauper, Bob Dylan, Ray Charles. Just take those names. If you were to replace any of those names with today's artist, who would it be? And could you find distinct voices like all these different people? Right. I, I think Lionel Richie's right. I don't think he can. No, there's only one person I've written down that I think could replace one of the people. <laughs> okay, so here's what, here, here, during, during the break, this is what I want everybody to do. Write down five names. Oh, five. Okay, Ooh. you don't have to necessarily match them up like Lionel Richie too, but just write down five names that you could put on this roster. So I'll take my five, your five, your five, and then maybe somebody's listening and then we'll have another one. Okay. Yeah. Maybe somebody will reproduce it based off of 
the old BS here in Sacramento. Who knows? Nice. 916-909-0985. And you've got to act out their part. What? <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to sing their part. Alright, 916-909-0985 Give us a minute here, hang on I gotta tell you, I think I disagree with Lionel Richie I, I see you would too I'm looking at your list over there, it's going all the way off your page It only took me five minutes in an ACDC song to realize that <laughs> uh, We Are the World is uh, coming up on an anniversary here uh, in a few days 40, no 39 39 Yeah, 39 We Are the World done in 1985 a collection of A-list artists and celebrities that gathered uh, on their own to record a song to raise money for the uh, famine uh, situation in, in Africa, in Africa mm-hmm. at the time. I mean, you're talking, you know, Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie and Kenny Rogers and Tina Turner and Bruce Springsteen and Kenny Loggins and Steve Perry and Huey Lewis and Ray Charles and Cindy Lauper. I mean. You're talking about some of the greatest artists of all time. Uh, take the genre out of your mouth. It's just they are. I mean, you can't you, you can't Absolutely. argue with that. Uh, so Lionel Richie has gone on record saying that you couldn't do that song today because everybody sounds the same. I think he was talking about the R&B artists. I think he was, too, and I'm going to still agree with him on that. I was saying I think Nelson's point to say if all the genres came together, they could do it, and I think he is right. But R&B, they're all sounding the same. All right, can I run down? Because I do have a healthy list. You do, and I would like to hear it. Can I go first? <laughs> yes, you go, go first. I'm very excited about this list, Nick. I see. All right, we've got Ozzy. We've got Jelly Roll. We've got oh, Jelly Roll. We, Dang, that's good. It is. We've got Snoop. We've got good. you because you have to if you're going to do an updated version of it. You got to put rap in there. You think? Absolutely, okay. for sure. Absolutely, you have to include what today's music is. Uh, Dave Grohl, Chris Stapleton, Boys the Men. And I got them on my list. What doesn't mean you win anything? I'm just oh. saying you both got them on there. <laughs> Eminem, uh, Kid Rock. Eminem's good. T-Pain. Auto-tune T-Pain. Oh, thank oh, you for putting T-Pain. I did not put T-Pain on my list. Man. I put not auto-pain. Uh, not, 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 not auto-pain? auto-tune. <laughs> yeah, auto-pain. Well, I can't say it. I'm having a stroke. Uh, yeah, not auto-tune T-Pain. Corey Taylor. Oh, dang it. That's the rock name I was looking for. Again, you don't have to get angry or you don't win anything with my <laughs> list. This is just my list. I know, no, but, but it's like, like we're on the same page here. I'm, I'm celebrating your list. David Draymond. That's a good call. Elton yep. John, the Backstreet Boys, in sync. Right. The world. <laughs> James Hetfield of Metallica. Ding. I got James as well. Good call. Laney Wilson, Reba McIntyre, Brian Johnson, Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. Buble. redid the whole thing. All Look you left you. off was the R&B people, which now, I had on my list. Michael I've- Buble. I thought you would give me grief for putting Buble because anytime I bring up Buble, you guys uh, kind of crap on me a little bit. But I'm I'm glad to see you put that on your list as well. Uh, no, well, I I we're I'm trying to find artists that would stand out is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to do. Uh, Garth Brooks, yep. Brett Michaels, good solid because you got to have some of the old guard. Sure. Uh, Taylor Swift, of course. Right, right. She's hot. She's I I would say. List. I would add Beyonce to that, you know, just because of the popularity and the hot, the the star power. Gotten it. Beyonce. Uh, and then finish it out with Corey Feldman. 
Of course. Of course. If he can tour with Limp Biscuit, in which those are the tickets we have here in about 30 minutes to give to you, he can be on the new We Are the World song. That's fair. Okay. All right. Well, Nikki, my co host, leaves the studio to go to answer calls because we have no replacement for Kyle. Uh, Nelson, you go ahead. Uh, I agree with you on Stapleton. I threw in a Morgan Wallen as well, just because he's uh, top of mind and he's got a unique voice right now. I got a pair of Pop Justins. I feel like either Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake should be a part of that. I I, I got in sync. Okay. Okay. So I got Jacoby Shaddix. Oh, sorry, Jacoby. I'm supposed to have lunch with him this week, too. (laughs) We won't tell him. I thought Jacoby would be a perfect fit. Then I went Buble, uh, and then I went Jay-Z Beyonce. And I'm sure if they were together because they've done so much stuff together as the Carters, as they tour together, they would have them together in the song. But I think I would want them spread out. I don't think I would want those two to bleed into each other. Uh, Taylor Swift. I said Megan the Stallion, another hip-hop artist. Cardi B. Uh, James Hetfield. And then I couldn't have a list that oh. didn't have uh, my favorite, which is uh, Brandon Boyd. I think that he'd be good from Incubus. Uh, I forgot Brent Smith of Shinedown. Oh, yeah. And Miley Cyrus. Oh, Miley. Got to have Miley. Miley she C- would be on board for it. Yeah. yeah, she would. Miley Cyrus would be good. All right. Uh, Nikki? Um, I put Fantasia, Jennifer Hudson, oh, Christina good. Aguilera. I good. also did Boys to Men. Christina Aguilera is a good one. Yeah, I put yeah. Christina. Her voice is very distinctive. I've loved to hear her in that mix. Oh, yeah. And um, I put Mary J. Blige. Mary J. That's- I only put five. See, here's the difference. You didn't put any other artist other mm-hmm. than the ones you listened to. Yeah. See, that's how that's how unneutral you are. <laughs> that, because I biased. knew you that guys is, would have all the other ones, so biased. I gave you all very the R and B artists I knew you wouldn't have. That's that's I'm 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 actually offended. <laughs> Extremely offended. Is this, you can put a you can put a Trey Songs in there since R. Kelly's gone, and Trey Songs sounds exactly like R. Kelly. So you would you'd have the R. Kelly style R and B covered there. Well, I don't think you could put R. Kelly in that. It, well, no, but Trey Songs is an artist that sounds almost exactly like R. Kelly, and he doesn't touch kids. We are the closet, but he does touch people, so I wouldn't put him in there. Yes, either. Trey Songs touches people. Yes, he does. Oh dang it! I didn't know I had to cancel him. The new R. Kelly song is "We Are the World." Yes, and it says. I will touch you. I will <laughs> this touch will you. touch you. This will legally touch you. Touch you. Uh, uh, Darian in Rancho, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's up? Um, I was just calling because uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but there is a newer version of the We Are the World. Yeah. Yeah, it came out in like the mid to late 2000s, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know who's on it though. I, do you know who's on it? Um, I know a couple off the top of my head. Little Wayne, T Pain. Um, oh, I don't know her last how to like pronounce her last name, but Nicole Scherzinger. Scherzinger. Lead singer of Pussy Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- that th- that's sort of the story I was telling earlier is when that came out, and I, and I don't even remember the whole story, and it's my story. Uh, I was working at a radio <laughs> station, and I I thought I I put together a version with all the personalities at the station. Mm-hmm. And I'd never released it, but uh, the only re- the only reason I brought that up was because that reminded me that there was another, another version, version yep. in the mid two thousand. But obviously, it wasn't that good because nobody remembers it. I don't remember it at all. Right? Well, it's so funny that you guys actually brought this up because my husband and I we actually were just listening to both versions. I don't know, like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Why? So it, it was. What was funny. the occasion? She was hungry. <laughs> 
<laughs> my husband is a huge music person. He just loves like listening to music, so he just oh, randomly okay. brought it up. and was like, oh, my God, babe, you have to watch this. Yeah. They're hungry. Okay, I was just wondering <laughs> I, I, what made you pull this whole, up and listen to both The whole point versions. of the song. You listen to the song, you're not hungry anymore. <laughs> They didn't really raise money for Africa. They just sent copies of the song over to them. There's like something in the algorithm that makes you not hungry. It suppresses your appetite. All right. Uh, it's a joke again. Emails, they don't need them anymore. Stop, stop, stop. All right, uh, Darren, have a great day. Thanks for listening. Tell your husband we said hello, okay? Okay, well, thank right, you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, we'll see you. Yeah. I don't know. Did you pull up the list of the other We Are The World? The new people? No, I didn't pull up the, the list people. for that one. Yeah. All right. Anybody? Doug, you got a list? I do, yeah. All right, go ahead, Doug. You know, of course, Taylor Swift's on there. And then I'm thinking, how about Bruno Mars? Bruno Mars would be good. That's not bad. There you go, Doug T. Didn't see that coming from you. Miley Cyrus, of course. Yeah. Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton. (laughs) And Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Oh, how do we leave out Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga. (laughs) Lady Gaga. (laughs) I know, Nikki and I just went to five each, and you guys went off with the rest of them, right? Yeah. Well, I just redid the entire song. He did the whole thing. Well, that's right. (laughs) Our lists weren't even needed. (laughs) And some of of who we have selected actually were in the remake. So We Are the World 25 for Haiti had soloists, including Justin Bieber, Nicole. She had said Nicole Scherzinger, but Jennifer Hudson is on there. Uh, Josh Groban instead of a buble. They said uh, Janet was on it, Barbara Streisand, Miley Cyrus had a solo jamie fox had a solo remember uh, at that time that's when he was uh kind of reinventing himself as a musical artist the movie ray was uh, either out or about to be out then right. pink was on there usher celine dion yeah you know we should have done this when nelson was living in sacramento maybe he would have stayed because you know he was fighting to eat so we could have oh, yeah. released. I wouldn't have been hungry. Right. And all we had to do is like put it on Spotify or something and uh-huh. get 99 <laughs> cents of download. Can you imagine how many bags of rice at Sam's Club you could have gotten with the song? Oh you would have been loaded. Women in it. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have to move. You just uh, <laughs> just make money off of the uh, new remix of We Are the Nelson. <laughs> we Are the Nelson. We Are the Nelsons. All right. So second round. Time is it? Yeah, second round of mm-hmm. headlines. What you got there? I want to tell you what Americans are overdosing on and where a fake bomb threat was made from a bathroom. All right, let's get learned a little bit. Smarten you up. Two big stories from today here in just a minute. Here we go. Second round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys heating and air. Good guys heating cooling.com. All right, go ahead, please. People are overdosing trying to lose weight. H3. H3. Now, this catchy jingle is for the diabetes medicine Ozempic. It's a brand of semaglutide that many celebrities use to lose weight. Ozempic and Wagovi are two of those drugs that people are now on to lose weight. And um, fortunately, they are overdosing. Um, Doctors are saying, well, U.S. poison centers have documented that 3,300 people have been exposed to the product in an overdose-type fashion. And the reason why they think this is happening is because people are, A, taking too much of the doses. You're supposed to take these things once a week. People are trying to take them every day, like it's going to speed up the process of them losing weight. And, B, people are getting the drug from other people. It's not being prescribed by their physicians, so they're starting out on a higher dose than you're supposed to. You're supposed to start out low and then increase. Okay, so that's what those two drug drugs are. They're weight loss drugs, right? But they're they're, they're used to treat diabetes, but they're no, using them as a weight loss. They are what they call uh, 
inhibitors that make it so that your body one doesn't feel the hunger pains as often it keeps it takes your it eliminates what's called food noise Mm -hmm. and then the other thing is is it regulates the way in which you process sugar in your body Mm -hmm. and then they just found out that because it's it takes away your appetite that it would work as a weight loss drug but because they're really only approved mostly for diabetes right now that's why insurance isn't covering them but you know before you go and you beat up all these dummies that are are overdosing on any drugs uh take a step back you want to know what the problem is one you can't get a doctor's appointment at least in this state uh two you know insurance is screwing you left and right um if you have in- and that's if you have insurance right mm-hmm. right i mean i know that my insurance cut me off from going to walgreens because they want me to order it in the mail yes or they want me to go to cvs i'm like mm-hmm. i don't want to the walgreens is right from my house you should be able to go, be able to go wherever i want, where you want. Hey. You know how much money i spend each month i should be able to go get drugs wherever i want uh and the other thing is is like people just get used to self-medicating because they don't want to go through all these hurdles. It's it's like a pain in the ass to get your drugs. Um, not that I'm on a lot of drugs, but I'm just saying I know people that are, and they self-medicate. Uh, well, and these people bad. are are confusing what this drug does. This is not a fen-fen. This drug will not make you lose weight. This drug is stopping you from stuffing yourself incessantly. Right. Yeah, I understand. You know, so like taking it more won't make it more rapid, I Mm -hmm. guess is the point I'm making. Like if you smoke more meth, you'll be higher on meth. If you take more of this, you won't be any less hungry than the effective dose. Right there. You know, same with, uh, you know, testosterone maintenance, which I'm a big fan of. You know, I've been doing testosterone maintenance for over three years now, but you can easily buy testosterone on the black market. Uh, bad, bad, bad. Do not do that. Bad, bad, bad. Do not self-medicate testosterone in your body because there are other supplements based off of your body. No one else's. Your body. And you have to get blood work done every three to six months that you have to adjust the testosterone. If not, you're getting man boobs. Yeah, but you a, know? a lot of people I think that's doing that black market testosterone are other people that's kind of do the, doing those changes of their sexes. Well, no, well, maybe, but I know at least, well, I'm not doing that just for the record, <laughs> but, but for, you know, I know people that have gone to the black market and gotten the testosterone and they think it's just as easy as putting it in your system. They're not mm-hmm. understanding that there's so much that goes into it. Uh, and the reason being, again, they go to, into the black market, insurance doesn't cover it, which is absurd. It's ridiculous. Insurance should cover it, uh, but it doesn't. So it's not the cheapest thing in the world to do. And once you start it, you can't stop. You shouldn't stop. So you're, for the rest of your life, paying for this. It's really, really screwy. I mean, that's a whole, I could do four hours just on testosterone maintenance, but it's a screwy spot to be in. All right, second story. Normal people turn in lost items, but not this guy, H4. There's a bomb. You said there's a what? A bomb. Where? Walmart. Hello? Hello, this is a this is a nine one one operator. What's your name? I don't believe him. <laughs> this idiot. Twenty eight year old dude in Florida. He found a lost cell phone in the bathroom in Walmart. What a normal person would do is turn the phone in, or some people they're scammy. They might steal your phone and try to sell it. This idiot calls nine one one and does a fake bomb threat from the bathroom. <laughs> he gets caught and then tells the police he saw it on TikTok, so that's why he did it. 
And he recorded himself. He well, that was the actual nine one one call. No, 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 the video and put it on TikTok. Oh no, 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 oh. he did not. This is that's the actual nine one one call that I pulled gotcha. that him calling in. No, it's not on TikTok. He didn't record himself. God, he's twenty eight too. Twenty eight years old, way too old to be blaming TikTok for something as silly as a bomb threat, as serious as something like that is. I agree. You know, it's it's funny you say that. Like, my wife who's about to turn forty. You know, mm-hmm. our daughter is in the TikTok generation. Like, I, the TikTok's a generational thing. There's no doubt about For it. For sure. I mean, anybody can participate and everybody can watch, but I think if you're sheepish to the TikTok, you have to be in that younger generation. Mm. And my wife will use terms that she's learned from my daughter on the TikTok, and I'm uh-huh. like, I love you. I really do. It's just the BRB and stuff. It's just <laughs> BRB. I love BRB, though. I it's, say that. It's kind of play. I, I don't like there's an. That didn't come from TikTok. Yeah, I know. But it's it's uh, you know what I'm saying, Nelson? It's that. Yeah, I understand your lane. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but you're also using like outdated terms. So it's funny on both levels. <laughs> See? You know, win win. <laughs> it's funny as a diss, but it's also funny that that's the youngest thing you could come up with was BRB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the jizz thing or the gov thing, whatever. I think that's newer. Oh, my God. Did you say the jizz thing? I yeah, swear she did. the jizz or the gov. Isn't that what they say? Oh, thank God I'm pulling that. Tell me there wasn't too much audio around that. <laughs> Did I hear that right? You I, you heard what I heard. Okay, wh- whatever that thing is that you're doing, uh-huh. I don't want to know any more about it. Okay. Uh-uh. All right. I There's thought that was one laws. of the terms. No. It gets sticky after Riz. Just relax. Riz. Okay. Riz with I an R. It was something. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I got one letter wrong. Oh, yeah, but it's not like the most important letter that you got wrong. <laughs> Yeah, you know with us white guys, the A and the E-R? Yeah. Same thing with you on that one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Generally speaking, let's still around, get you some tickets for Limp Bizkit. Limp Bizkit will be uh, at the Toyota Pavilion in Concord, uh, August 23rd, courtesy of Live Nation. I got a pair. Opening up for Limp Bizkit is Corey Feldman. This is going to be a fun show. Got to tell you. I like Limp Bizkit. Corey Feldman, I've seen him perform. I tell you, he won't quit on you. I promise you that. <laughs> he will not quit on you. Uh, 916-909-0985. The game is generally speaking. Nelson goes out, talks to an individual, uh, and uh, that is our generalist. He'll ask generation-based questions. All you have to do is yay or nay their answers, and Nikki D will help you out along the way. It's pretty easy. 916-909-0985. Sorry, line it up. Get you these biscuit tickets here next. Hang on. Can't do all the radio bits, Doug, unless you got little dings and dangs to go with it. I just refuse to do it. It's in my contract. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here. It's the BS. Uh, good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. And we got Ryan in Sacramento. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. All right. Let's get you some competition. We got Robin in Lincoln. How are you, Robin? Doing very well. All right. Excellent. All right. You too. I got Limp Biscuit tickets up for grabs. Opening for Limp Biscuit is Corey Feldman, uh, Toyota Pavilion at Concord. I never in a million years thought I'd say that out loud. Limp Biscuit and Corey Feldman, uh, August 23rd, all courtesy of Live Nation. The game is called Generally Speaking. It's a generation-based game where Nelson goes out, talks to an individual we call our generalist. You'll hear from this person in just a second. Uh, and then ask simple questions, generation-based questions. You just have to yay or nay their answers and Nikki D, the lovely Nikki D, yeah. is going to help both of you out along the way. Do we understand the rules? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's uh, 
Let's uh, meet our generalist. Go ahead, please. Who or what is no, a... No, 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 pull that down. We need to meet our generalist. Okay. It's the intro to the person. Who is that? Nelson, you want to help him out? No, you can't. You, you Microphone's don't. off. It's at the very top, Doug. Meet Tara. There you What's go. Tara. Tara, how old are you? 35. 35, that makes you a millennial. And can you tell me something interesting about yourself? I I bought a house when I was 20 years old. 20? So, like, your friends could not relate to you at all. <laughs> that is a little strange for a millennial. All right, there we go. Tara, uh, the millennial. That's what we're dealing with, Ryan and Robin. Uh, Ryan, you called first, so you'll get the first question. This would be A1. Who or what? Is a chatty Kathy. All right, Nikki D first. That is a boomer question, Nikki. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, who or what is chatty Kathy? A person that talks a lot. Uh, originally. Not what, not the... Term now? Not the term, like the trendy fad term. <laughs> There's an actual what, person named Chatty Kathy? Like, what was it? Where did it come from? Oh, shoot. Did it come from a TV show or something? No, we're looking for a talking doll. Oh, it was Chatty Kathy was Teddy Ruxpin before Teddy Ruxpin was Teddy Ruxpin. Yes. Mind blown. I never heard of that in my life. Mind blown. Really? Yeah. That's all it takes. It was a you could pull the cord or something. Uh, I don't know. I did not. Doug, you do have one. I did not. Out of my generation. Be more of a Doug's generation. (laughs) No, (laughs) never heard of that. My sister probably had one. All right. A talking doll is what we're looking for. Ryan, yay or nay. Remember, if you get it right, you get a point. If not, uh, Robin will get the point. So will our generalist Tara, the millennial, know a talking doll? Yay or nay? Nay. I'm going to definitely say nay. I've never heard of Chatty Cathy's talking doll. So she's a millennial like me. I'm going to say nay. Your mom would pass it down. Like my mom told me about the Chatty Cathy. I don't know. My mom's on here listening. So I'm going to see if she tells me she's All heard right, about so Cathy. Nay on a talking doll, correct? Yeah. All right. A2. Let's find out. It's not just like a general term for someone who talks a lot. A gossip person. Some of that gossip. It's actually a talking doll. Yeah. Are yeah. You, everybody just knows about the gossiping. Ding. Are you? Uh, are you? Uh, are Are you like in a closet or something, Nelson? With us? No, I was in a. I mean, it was like a uh, a hollow area that I was in. I was in a hallway. Oh, sounds very secretive. You and your conversation with it. Oh, was she no. being held against her will? I know, right? Well, you better stay here and answer these questions before I let you out of here. Or at the time. <laughs> She's going by Tara, but this is Trudy Ten. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well. All right, Robin, next one is for you. Here we go. Generally speaking, B1. This condiment was famously advertised by rich people in expensive cars, asking people if they had any of it. That's a Gen X question there, Nikki D. This condiment was famously advertised by rich people in expensive cars after asking people if they had had any of it. Gray Poupon. And how did it go in the car? Do you have any Gray Poupon? Very good. Thank you. (laughs) Wait, you forgot the beginning, though. It was... Pardon me. Pardon me. No, pardon me. Do you have any Grey Poupon? Grey Poupon. Yeah. Uh, Robin, Grey Poupon, yay or nay? Tara's going to know. I think she's going to know this one, Robin. Are you saying nay? I think yay. I think she'll know Grey Poupon. This was pretty popular. They had advertisement for it everywhere. So I'm going to say yay. Robin? Uh, Okay, I'll go with Nikki. All right. So you're going with yay on Grey Poupon, correct? Correct. All right, let's find out. B2. Uh, do, you, do you have any Grey Poupon? That's correct. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, you can't say it 
you can't say it unless you do the you voice. You have to do the voice. <laughs> right. Nobody says Grey Poupon. Right. Grey Poupon. All right. All right. I can barely hear the applause, Doug. I, I think that we need to get you to an uh, ear doctor. I can't hear any of it. Um, all right, so one apiece. Ryan, you got the next one. Here we go. C1. What does the acronym TBH stand for? What is all this noise in the background? Are you doing no, this? I don't I don't know. It was the hallway that I was in. Are you throwing racquetballs or tennis no, balls? No, I'm not throwing racquetballs. We're playing pickleball. <laughs> Can you hear how breathy I am? All right, Nikki, what does the acronym TBH stand for? A millennial question. It stands for To Be Honest. Very good. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, to be honest is what we're looking for, Ryan. Yay or nay on to be honest? Um, nay. Nay. Ugh, this one is a little tricky. He's a, Now, she's a millennial. She's this a, is a millennial, millennial and I'm a millennial, and I knew to be honest. I I think she sounds, Tara sounds like a texter to me, so I think, yay, she may know this one. All right, Ryan, what do you want to go with? All right, I'll go with Nikki. I'll go yay. Oh, you guys are killing me every time you do that. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that after they go with you. (laughs) All right. Yay on to be honest. Uh, All right. Here we go. C2. Oh, to be honest. That's absolutely correct. (laughs) Your luck might Uh, run out. uh, 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 uh. Let's go. All right. Ryan's got two. Robin has got one. Limp Biscuit. Corey Feldman tickets up for grabs. Generally speaking, uh, and Robin, the board is yours. Here we go. Next one, D1. This first lady's major platform was combating drug abuse with her Just Say No campaign. This lady's first major platform was combating drug abuse with her Just Say No campaign. A Gen X question, Nikki D. Gen X. I think that's Nancy Reagan. It is. Lord, you know I have problems with them first ladies. Right. <laughs> Nancy Reagan, Robin, Nikki D is going to have a stroke here in a second. <laughs> Yay or nay on Nancy Reagan, Robin? Robin? Yay. 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 Okay, so here's the thing. I struggle with the first ladies, but I only knew that because we did that quiz that day. So I don't know if, if Tara's going to know. I, I think she's going to say a different one. I'm going to say nay. Nay. All right. Nikki says nay. What do you want to go with? Lock in what? Uh, okay. I'll lock in with nay. <laughs> oh, with Can she go four for four? <laughs> Somebody's going to get all about being pissed off here in a second. I have a feeling. All right. Lock it in nay, correct? Yes. D2. Uh, Kennedy, I know that's wrong. That's too early, right? The answer is Nancy Jessie. Reagan. Oh! <laughs> oh, let's go! Oh, Doug, you ain't giving my applause good enough. I need people to hear me winning over here. <laughs> easy, Woo! easy, Cheetah. We still got a couple left. Plenty of time. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right, two apiece, yes? Two apiece? Yep, two right, apiece. Two apiece. Here we Hide go. Up. Last three here. Ryan just cruising through these. Next one is yours, E1. This HBO show with a pleasing name is about love, sex, and drug abuse among high school kids in a fictional California town. Ooh, that's a Gen Zer question. This HBO show, Nikki D, with a pleasing name is, a, well, as Nelson said, with a pleasing name, mm-hmm. is about love, sex, and drug abuse among high school kids in a fictional California town. That is euphoria. That's right. <laughs> I, I knew not, that. I did not Because there was a craze going on, and I started watching it. All right. Euphoria, euphoria. is what we're looking for, Ryan. 
Will this millennial generalist Tara know euphoria? Mm. This one, uh, I think, is a little bit tough, Ryan. Euphoria was very, very popular. So if she's in the know, she will know it. But something tells me Tara didn't know Nancy. I don't know if she's going to know euphoria. I'm going to say nay. Mm. I'm going to go Nikki, nay. Five for five. <laughs> Can you make it five? This is too much pressure. Because it's getting down to the Ooh, wire. E2. This is not right. I'm just trying to think of HBO shows. Uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> it would be euphoria. Oh, let's go. And I am on fire. I need that little, she's on fire. That's what I need. I don't know that anyone's ever said that. Yeah. Uh, Me? Remember, you're only as good as your last answer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> remember that. Did you mean you want this girl is on fire? No, the she she's the, on fire from the basketball game. She wants, okay, but that's he's on fire. He's they on didn't fire. make a yeah. WNBA Look, version. I remixed of, it. I remixed it. Thank you. There was no WNBA jams. I can remix it. Thank you. Yeah, that, that was that was a day and age where <laughs> just the he's were playing and he's yeah. were he's and she's were she's. <laughs> it was a no pronoun generation. I understand. <laughs> Life was a lot simpler then. All right, here we go, Robin. Uh, you got to get this. If you don't get this, you lose. This is the last two. That's how big this one is. All right, do you understand, Robin? I understand. All right, here we go, F1. These otherworldly SNL characters turned movie stars come from France. These otherworldly Saturday Night Live characters turned movie stars come from France. Nikki D. Oh, I thought it said come from friends. I'm like, what? I think okay, we're not saying worse. the same thing. Yeah. France? France. Okay, they Rhymes come from with France. Pan- no, dance. Okay. <laughs> I sure thought you said friends. All right, that really threw my brain off. Um, Movie stars from France? Ooh. Well, they're characters. Uh-huh. On what? Saturday Night Live. On, On SNL. Never it was watched a Saturday skit. Night Live. Do you know the answer, Robin? Yes, I do. Oh, what you can it? go ahead and say it. Help me. <laughs> Help me, Robin. Coneheads. Yeah, Coneheads. Coneheads. Yeah, Coneheads. Coneheads. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. All right. Will Coneheads. our generalist Tara, for the tie, Mm-mm. and to go on to possibly win, know the Coneheads, yay or nay? I have to say nay, nay. because I didn't know it, but Robin knew it, so I don't know if Tara's going to know it. But I got to stick with my brain. My brain says nay. I'm going to say nay. All right. Nikki's saying nay, Robin. What are you going with? This is big. I'm saying nay. Nay. Oh, because I said it or you said it? Because I said it. Okay. (laughs) But a lot of it has to do with what Nikki said, right? (laughs) Yeah. I'll take that as a yes. So if you get get this wrong, it's really on her, not you. (laughs) I understand. It's all on me. Okay. Nay on Coneheads to stay in the game. F2. Um, the Coneheads. Oh, that's correct. You're only as good as your last answer. Robin, I'm sorry, but you lost Dang. it on the last one. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, you know what? <laughs> we have got a long week, Robin. I'll take you first any day. So yeah, we got it's more tickets. Monday. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right, you have a great day, and we appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Ryan, congratulations, buddy. 
Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Got tickets for Biscuit and Corey Feldman. It makes me laugh every time. Uh, Toyota Pavilion at Concord, August 23rd. And uh, this is all courtesy of Live Nation, Ticketmaster.com for everybody else. Brother Man, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll get some information, all right? All right. All right. There we go. All right. Nicely done. You're all- I don't remember you getting four correct. I just remember you getting one wrong. Oh, no. I got like oh. five correct. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't remember you getting five correct. I just remember you getting one wrong. Oh, no. You remember me being on fire. No, I don't. I do. Mm-mm. Nelson, you just remember the, the the one that cost that poor woman the championship. I know. It's like she was there, she was in it, and then Nikki's like, no, I don't want you to win. She didn't want herself to win. So <laughs> Nikki might, her brain might be a little preoccupied this week. She is getting ready to celebrate a birthday. Oh, yes, I am. And she does this every year. And since we are still new to Sacramento, uh, this will be the first time that I get to tell you what she does. Because I guarantee, I would be shocked, I would be overly surprised if I could find somebody that does what she does for her birthday every single effing (laughs) year. It drives me insane. I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. Hang on. I have yet to find somebody that does what Nikki D does every single year for her birthday. Which is what? Crack cocaine. Well, no. dr- drives me nuts. First off, <laughs> that's no one's else. No one else has ever driven me nuts on their birthday. So that's that's the first thing. Uh, it's that she makes a list of things that she wants for her birthday, and she posts them for people to buy her things. Why does that drive you nuts? It just sounds so self-serving. No, it's not. It sounds it sounds desperate. You're better than that. It's not desperation. There's there's two reasons for the list. Number one, people ask me every single year, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for your birthday? What do you want for your birthday? What do you want for my birthday? So it alleviates people asking me. I'll put a list out. I'll let everybody see the list so nobody has to figure it out. You don't have to go buy me something I don't really want. You don't have to rack your brain for hours trying to figure it out. Here it is. This is what I like. And I'm meeting new people now that we've moved. They don't know what I want. So I need to put up a list so just everybody knows. I'm sure that the audience tuned in this morning just to know where they can find your list. Right. You'll be surprised. Uh, And you know what? To your point, you are correct. Every year I am surprised. (laughs) I I will look, I'm a very fair person. Uh I am very surprised because Nelson, people do this every year for her. They buy like how many just just uh, just take a number, right? I mean, Uh don't actually take time. Just think about how many people you said everybody asks you what they can get you. Right. Okay. I don't outside of my wife and my daughter and my son, nobody's ever asked me. Like, oh. no one's, right, Nelson? Like, right. Maybe it's a girl no. thing. I don't know. Because I know for guys, nobody asks that, like, Nelson's not going to ask me what I want for my birthday. And nor, th- and nor should you ask. Because birthday no. prizes from outside your immediate circle should be things that normally you're not going to want. Mm-hmm. Right? You're just going to take back. Or See, I don't have mm-hmm. time for that. So I want people to know what I want. Yeah. So your list this year that you posted includes what? By the way, her birthday's on Wednesday. Um, my birthday's Wednesday, January twenty fourth, nineteen eighty two. Let's go. I um my first thing on there is my Grammy fund because I'm going to the Grammys this year and it's really really expensive. So if anybody just doesn't have any gifts that they can think of, I'm like throw it in the Grammy fund. It'll be fine. Then I put. So hold on, let me make a comment on that. Okay. I know there's a lot of people hurting in the world. 
and there's a lot of great charities that you could use your hard-earned money to give to. <laughs> wow. But if you find yourself with some extra cash mm-hmm. to send Nikki D to the Grammys. Yes. For my first time. Throw it her way. Yes. All right. I think Absolutely. I helped. I Thank think you. I helped. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if you helped. You probably hurt. But anyways. Um, so then I put nails on there because I got to get my nails done. I put hair on there if anybody mm-hmm. wants to chip in for my hair fun. And I put. <laughs> By the way, when she says hair, I think you're talking about wigs. Weaves. Yeah, I got to get my, my hair done. Okay. That, I've already paid for the wig. So you have to be very specific because some people might actually like be a huge Nikki D fan and go out and <laughs> sneak up on somebody and cut their hair and bring it to you. No, right? no, no, no. This is this is all new things. Um, I put a Pandora charms because I have a new Pandora bracelet that is still kind of empty. So I like to fill that up with some new charms. So I put that on there. Sephora gift cards because I wear makeup and I do need to buy me some new makeup before I leave. Um, Doesn't I put, it just sound desperate, Nelson? Nope. It's, a, it's like I don't know how you can put it out there and not feel some type of way about it. Like I don't. I know. Doesn't. It's like I wish I could feel that way. Like over Christmas time, for as bad as I'm hurting, the the group of loyal fans to the show that we call the two peers, they have their own private Facebook group, and they said, "Oh, Nelson, drop your wish list. We want to support you." And I'm really hurting, and I just felt like I just I don't like the way it makes. I don't like taking. I don't like taking stuff from people. Yeah, but they sent you money. You took it. You spent it. You didn't send it back. That one guy did send me money. I can't okay. say that he didn't. Okay. Yeah, don't you feel gross, though? Yes, very gross. Uh, do you feel gross when I give you money? No, I feel great when you give me money. I didn't think you... Yeah. <laughs> I always wondered that. I was I always wanted to ask you that. Like, Mm-mm. you know, anytime I... feel good. It does it really? It does make me feel good. It's so good. Because it's never, he's never very... He's never overly appreciative when I give him money. Because I know you don't like a lot of touching, and I want to touch you, but you won't let me touch you, and that's fine. He's, it's never like an over-the-top, you know, like, oh, man, you didn't have to do that. Thank you so much. It's like, got it. You're right. No, it's <laughs> not a got it. it. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah, you. I'd be lucky to get a got it. I think I get know a what? thumbs Go up ahead. on the message. Go ahead and Venmo me $100 right now, and I'll freak out. I promise you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it will happen soon. Up. I'm sure it'll Sell. happen soon. <laughs> what else is on there, Nikki? So um, I put a Stanley Cup on there because I want one of those. Oh, and because I, I like to do things, too, that are free, that you can just chip in, and it's it'll Sounds be something like it. I like. So I put on there, I would like for Fantasia to give me a birthday shout-out. She can just say it to me. She can sing it to me. So all that requires you to do is go on Instagram, tag at Fantasia, and say, hey, give Nikki D a birthday shout-out. And only one person so far did that. you got to have a lot of people do it so she can see it. You're talking about the Disney movie. No, I'm talking about the singer. Oh, Oh, the American Idol girl. Yes. She's still around. She is. She was just in the color purple. She's a very popular right now. Oh, well, look at that. Did yep. not know that. Okay. Well, so that's what you want to shout out mm-hmm. from a Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's all. That's all that's on the list this year. It's not a very mm-hmm. long list because mm-hmm. I really want more people to donate to my fund. Your fund. <laughs> Smart. You don't yeah. want to put a bunch of stuff, low hanging mm-hmm. fruit they can go and grab. Mm-hmm. I, you when know, when it's my birthday, you know, it. I don't, it, I've always been weird accepting things. And so, uh, so uh, you know, even when somebody were to give me something, I'll like I'll open it later, and then I'm rude, right? Because I'm not opening it in front of <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, people want to see the reaction when they give you stuff. You know, and Nikki goes out on social media and asks for things from complete strangers. I just, you know, and I've and I've struggled with this for years. Nelson is to bring it up on the air and even to allow her to talk about it. Uh huh. Be not that she asked to talk about this, but it's because <laughs> I think it makes the show. It, like now, people think that I'm that. 
No, and it's I'm on not my that. personal page. I don't right. even put it on the show page. I don't put it on the station page. This is all personal Nikki, Nikki, Nikki page. So if you're on my page, that means to some capacity, you must like me. You want to give me gifts. You're, <laughs> you can like somebody without giving them anything. And everybody's not going to. I put that very but you hold specific it in the caption. I don't hold strangers accountable, but people that I know, absolutely. So come Wednesday, if I don't get you something, you're going to get that face. If you don't get me something on Wednesday, I'm going to call your wife and find out if you're, like, sick. Did you get some horrible diagnosis from the doctor? Because you live for giving gifts. Like, that's your thing. So I think something was wrong with you if you didn't get me something. Is What about Nelson? I don't really expect Nelson to get me anything. I don't know if he's got on his feet yet financially and if he has any money. Yeah, we're still waiting for Christmas stuff from him, aren't right. we? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean Christmas stuff? <laughs> I gave you that wonderful collage. <laughs> yeah bro you naked on a picture i was thank you blown away right thank you thank you are you kidding <laughs> what about I, what about I dougie really t hard dougie t supposed to get you something well he just started he doesn't really know me that well which is another reason why i put out the list for new people That's he it. might want to get me something and he might look at my list and say oh let me just cash out her 50 for her grammy what fund. if financially dougie t doesn't have extra funds for you you know how much money it takes to keep that mullet looking so smooth? I'm sure it looks really nice this morning. Thank right. you very much. Right. Mm-hmm. Very nice this morning. I, and I don't know how you keep it so perfectly well trimmed. Yeah. Uh, he might not, not have the funds to help you out. But I'm the only one that's expected to get you something. You are expected. Nelson is expected to at least make me feel like I'm important. Uh-huh. Nelson, how's he going to do that? Something. He can put together some great video tribute for me. He can do something to be like tribute for you. Jesus. Are you like a tribute for you? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna have her face painted onto my belly and I was just gonna walk around the streets of uh, the Midwest here and mm. why are you looking like that's something crazy? That's a good free gift. Yeah, I mean, but uh, you're not gonna feel awkward if somebody put like what are they tributing? You? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's my birthday. I'm special. The world's a better place because I was born. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess I just never. Don't applause that. Careful. Yeah, no, applause no, that, Doug. No. <laughs> I I couldn't buy an applause for the first two hours of the show, mm-hmm. and now this dude's found the buttons and he can't stop hitting them. I know. Thank God. All right, you thank wait. You, Doug. When you get this finger, you hit the applause from now on. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm number one. <laughs> Has anyone sent you anything yet? Um, I have a gift coming in the mail today from uh, our good friend Nate. So it, this will be my first gift so far. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have um, a, a weekend that's already set up and planned for me from some of my friends here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's already done and paid for so yeah. this, this upcoming weekend mm-hmm. well you know you got something friday night yeah saturday we want saturday okay so you got something saturday day you going to the football game saturday no oh okay well i guess you're not you're not going out of the football game i'm not uh but it's a show thing we're supposed to be out there we're supposed to be doing the the stuff with the uh, guns and hoses you know it's my birthday yeah i want to be doing birthday stuff it's for charity it's for a good charity mm. then friday night we got monster jam and you're blowing it all off no i'll be there friday yeah, okay. Well, mm. you better let the uh, Guns and Hoses people know that you're not showing up. Uh, I think they were expecting you. I think they are going to have you run the rock. I'm pretty sure right? they were not. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so I guess if you want, uh, again, I feel, as you can hear, it makes me feel awkward even to have this conversation. 
because I've never. I don't know why. I've never met anyone. You're like a well-dressed beggar. I'm not begging. I am informing Mm. people. There's a difference. Like when someone pulls up into a parking spot at a mall and they're in like a Mercedes, but they get out and they're in tattered clothes and they've got like a beat up tin cup and he walks across the street and sits down in the median. No, not even that. I cannot it, believe that's what you just used to describe. No, me. it's like somebody in well-dressed clothes rolls oh up in God. a Mercedes <laughs> and sits on the hood of their car and says, hey, do you have any extra money? <laughs> no. It's fair. That's fair. This is simply to inform those that want to give. That's all. It's not a requirement. Okay. I'm going to stream as well. My friends in the streaming land will have a chance to come and give me diamonds if they want. They'll have a chance. It's optional. Don't Everyone miss that opportunity. <laughs> That's a once-in-a-lifetimer. Yeah. Don't miss Girl. it. <laughs> Girl's a hell of a self-promoter, you know? Uh, yeah, but it's for all the wrong things. Yeah. No, it's not. It's for my birthday. That's the one day of the year that's important to me. I don't ask people for nothing. No other time of the year. Do, do I come ask you for things? Nope. I don't ask anybody for nothing. So that's the most important day of the year, your birthday. My birthday. Not Jesus's. No. <laughs> she says no. No. no not a my one. birthday. Your birthday. Not yeah. Jesus. Not Christmas. We don't celebrate Jesus' birthday when it was anyway. Oh, my God. Here it comes. I'm just saying. We don't. Jesus was actually no, born on the birthday. 14th of June. We I'm, don't really know. I'm going to put I'm gonna put out a list for Jesus on his birthday. <laughs> Do uh-huh. that. And see if she participates. <laughs> Frankincense. Figure it out. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, I could use an extra wise man. Uh-huh. All right. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what made a guy steal ruby slippers and which one of your favorite beers may disappear. All right. Two big stories from today. Uh, get your third round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. And third round of headlines. Big thanks to our friends at Good Guys Heating and Air. 530 Good Air, Nikki D. This thief stole shoes with the wrong information. H5. It's been nearly 20 years since a pair of Judy Garland's ruby red slippers were stolen from a museum in her hometown. The shoes were recovered 13 years later, but no one was ever charged until now. The man who stole Dorothy's ruby slippers from the Wizard of Oz has finally revealed why he did it. He is a career criminal by the name of Terry Martin, and he lifted the shoes from the Garland Museum back in 2005. But it's because he thought they had real rubies inside of the shoes because they were insured for a million dollars. Then once he got the shoes and realized they were not rubies, they were just glass pieces, he discarded of them and uh, the police were able to recover them. Well, even though he's going to be sentenced for still in these shoes and he's he's said why he did it he's really sick right now and he's in hospice he only has like six months to live so whatever judgments passed down he probably won't spend a day in jail well and that's the real it has nothing to do with the value of the shoes you i mean one would assume the real reason that he's giving everything up right now is because he wants to cleanse is cleansing his soul Right. right i mean like no one could imagine what that feels like it was i was having that conversation in my head the other day i have these weird conversations in my head but like you know what would i you know during the last six months uh oh the reason how it came up was because every time i go to the doctor i'm always worried about the doctor saying we just checked you you, i hate to tell you this but you got less than a year get everything in order and do that you think that every time you go to the doctor every single time and sometimes not even when i'm at the doctor i'm just walking around the house and i think that in my head 
So I and, and then then like in my head I'm going, okay, so what do I do? So I, nobody. I do have a plan, right? I do have a plan in my head what I would do. In a, thanks. It's not it's not sad. I can't be the only person that thinks this. You know, I'm like, okay, so I would go on a road trip and I'd go in and 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 visit important people in my life and say thank you and let them know and and then I would come back and spend the rest of my time with my family and get all my things in order, but I always ask myself like, okay, is there anything that I have to admit? Uh-huh. And I don't think there is. You know, like maybe a couple little things, but nothing big. You know so you've I mean? never done anything wild and crazy or even illegal that you can come back and say, oh, okay, I did that. No. Oh, no, 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 no. You've never been accused now. of anything? Uh, I've been accused of things, but it's never been proven. Okay. And but I'm saying anything you've been accused of that was not proven, but you did do it. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm actually a good person. Like, I mean, legit, I'm a good person. So I played by the rules most of my life. So I think I'm straight like skull when it all comes down to it. Uh, there was like one thing a couple years ago I admitted to somebody that I just felt like I needed to tell them about. Mm-hmm. It was something silly. You know, it's just something that was on my mind. Um, there's no like relationships that I need to mend before I go off. You know, what about all those hitchhikers you killed back in the 90s? <laughs> like I said, accused, but never oh, convicted. Yeah, fair. Never fair. convicted. Fair. I love the documentaries. You guys are way off. <laughs> Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Second story. Uh, The next strike could shut down your beer consumption. H6. At one point or another, we have all felt the pain of losing a favorite food or drink that used to be sold. Perhaps it was your favorite candy or a soda that you still crave to this day. The beer market is no different. Drinkers of Budweiser, Bud Light, Michelob Ultra, Bush, and Stella Artois might have to test another brand. Uh, without a contract by February the 29th, there will not be any more beer coming out um, as of March. And that's because they're uh, planning to do a strike. 5,000 of the workers uh, want wages increase and things like that. So they're still trying to work out contract negotiations. God, just when they got back on the horse. Too. Right. right. <laughs> they're like, that's what I said wow, as soon as I saw really? this, they can't catch a break. We survived the Kid Rock era. And uh, thank you to Dana White and UFC. And now we're back in the South. And come on, guys. Just give us a little time. Just give us some time. (laughs) Let's get our money back flowing. Are you really just going to let those roll by, Nikki D? What? The puns. She didn't catch either of them. Well, I I, I don't know what I said. Oh, you don't know what you said? No, I don't. Just when they got back in the saddle, Budweiser. Oh, that was clever. I didn't mean to do that. You did it twice. Yeah, I know. I did it twice. I didn't mean <laughs> you to do that. You did it two times in a row. I'm not going to rattle off Kid Rock lyrics to Nikki D. She's not going to know what I'm talking about. Right. No, I'm he, like, what? No. No, he said something. <laughs> now I forgot call what me out. I'm like, what? Yeah, he said something about a horse and at the beginning of it. And then he's like, now we're back in the saddle. And I'm like, how many how many like Clydesdale puns is this guy going to make about Budweiser? Well, you, you also wonder, too, is is really how much is it going to hurt them? Because what like when we saw everybody that was, you know, quote unquote, protesting it, uh, they you know, they, they're going to survive because they have so many other brands and they can just funnel the money back over. Have you seen the new Bud Light commercial with Peyton Manning? No, I no. haven't. But I have a beer commercial I want to ask you about, too. So Peyton Manning walks into a bar. It's actually clever if you look into it. I don't. I'm assuming it's designed this way. Uh, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. So Peyton Manning walks into a very packed bar. He goes to the counter and he says, "Bud Light, please." And the camera pans over to these two middle-aged, you know, good old boys here, you know, having a drink, and they kind of look at him. 
and you're thinking, oh, you're one of those ordering Bud Lights. You know, that's the vibe that I got. If it was uh-huh. meant for that, it's very clever, and I'm sure it is. And then Peyton Manning says, no, you know what? How about a round for the, for the room or something like that? And everybody starts the party. And then he, you know, at the end, throws one to Emmett Smith, and Emmett Smith catches it. And- oh, you know, I caught the tail end of that, right? Because I saw him just go around for everybody, but I didn't uh, see what had caused that at the beginning. I thought that was cool that Emmett was in there. What's the one you're talking about? Have you seen Miller Lite's attack ad against uh, Michelob Ultra? No. So Miller Lite is coming out now and basically saying Mick Ultra's taste is trash and that Miller Lite is just one calorie more than every Michelob Ultra. So basically, why waste your taste buds on the trash? And they call out Mick Ultra in the in the uh, actual advertisement. Oh, that's good. Little, it is. Yeah. A little beer fighting. A little uh-huh. in, in, in yeah. beer fighting. That's the good stuff, right? All right, uh, I've gone through trying to purchase a car on social media, and I do not suggest even to my worst enemy to go through that process. Uh, Yet, I have never been scammed on purchasing anything on social media. Really? Yeah, not really. Uh, If you have, I'd like to hear what you tried to buy. Uh, There is a Southern California scam that is making its way to the northern part of the state, as the story says. So we'll tell you about that. Any calls you got, get them in, 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Hang on. It's interesting how Lose Yourself from Eminem has become the anthem song for the Detroit Lions, (laughs) who will, this upcoming weekend, go to Levi's Stadium to play the San Francisco 49ers. But, like, if you look at anthem songs for... Uh, for uh, for NFL teams or just anthem songs in general, they're a lot easier to sing than "Lose Yourself." Right, but, right. But when you see the crowd, uh, it's you know I'm a fan nonetheless of any a bunch of people singing a song. I just think that's cool. Yes. But when you know you had uh, the stadium there in Detroit all singing "Lose Yourself," uh, I think it was not this past week. Maybe it was this week. I know it was the weekend before. There's a viral video of it. I'm like. God, that's a lot of people that know a lot of words. Right. That's pretty badass, I got to tell you. You know, Eminem is the face of the Detroit Lions. Right, and making tons of money. You know he is right now. Oh, just just because of record sales. Yeah, sure. Right, even if the Lions aren't doing anything for him or treating him to anything, just in record sales alone. Right, yeah. Well, it's the BS. Say thanks for listening. Uh, My name's Jason Bailey. Good morning, Uh, Nikki D. There's Nelson. There's Dougie T. Your phone number if you want to get in here in the final hour of the program, 916-909-0985. You can use that on the text machine as well. Uh, Okay, so, you know, these online scams, there's nothing new. When we do FBI Fridays, which we'll do this Friday, I don't know what they're going to be talking about. I think they're going to be talking about romance scams. I don't know. Anyway, they're out there. It's not a secret that they're out there. And there's always a different one. You know, what's the flavor of the week? Um I thought this one, you know, kind of hit home a little bit just because before I moved here, as I reconciled with my mother after being estranged from her for 17 years, there are some things that she needed in her life that I wanted to make sure that she got before I moved to the other coast. And one was a car. Uh, No, I'm not. I don't have a lot of money. So I was looking to buy an inexpensive, reliable car. And I just wanted to do a private sale, you know, and I've never done that before. So I was doing the Facebook market stuff, and I got to tell you, I mean, 90, 
I guess, ish percent of people that I contacted were scams. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, Nikki D as my witness. Yes. <laughs> because she was like, oh, you're an idiot. You're just not doing it right. I did. You I know, thought you weren't doing it right, and I had a better answer. She goes all street on me, and she's like, oh, this is how you do it. You know, I've been buying, what'd you call them, cash cars? Cash cars, yeah. Cash cars, mm-hmm. you know, you're just, you're just too highfalutin. You don't know mm-hmm. what you're doing. I said, all right, bitch. Go and do it yourself. I said, said, He did not say that. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, but that's not how it went down. Not a nervous breath. No, I didn't say I said, excuse me, ma'am, would you mind doing it for me? And so so she went and did it, and she got the same scam. I did. I got scammed for the first time ever in life. And it was one of those, like the running theme of the scam was, Hey, I'm selling this for somebody else. Mm-hmm, my cousin, yep. my aunt, my uncle. It was crazy. Or I'm in the hospital and just send it to this fund and then, you know, we'll work it out and all those kinds of things. And I'm like, I go, people fall for this. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. So I tell you that story because there's a scam that began in Southern California. This is like towards the end of last year. And the authorities are saying it's making its way to the northern part of the state. So the scam begins with someone pretending to be interested in purchasing a vehicle and uh, contacting a seller. And this is normally through Facebook Marketplace and or even Craigslist. Well, you went through Craigslist, didn't you? Yeah, I did, Craigslist. On my situation. So next, the buyer will arrange to inspect the test drive, to test drive the vehicle, because that's what you're going to do, right? He goes like, let me check under the hood. Like, I wouldn't know what to look for. Right. right. But you got to at least say it to see what they, how they react. Let me check. Let me check the spark plugs. You know, right? <laughs> you, use la- you gotta use lingo, car lingo. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they arrive to complete their test drive, they'll normally show up with one or two other people. So I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking that they're gonna hit you over the noodle with something and take your car. Not the case. So at some point, either during the test drive or the inspection, the seller is distracted away from the vehicle while one of the other persons in the group is looking under the hood. The buyer then tells the seller that they have detected a mechanical problem with the vehicle and shows the seller, who's all, who's they say is often shocked by the discovery. It's like, what are you talking about? I swear to God there was an engine here just five minutes ago. <laughs> right? You know? So what usually then occurs during this point of the scam is the person who came along with the potential buyer will tamper, obviously, with the vehicle that's being sold. They'll do something. I don't know what you would do. What would you do, Nelson? You're a car guy. You pull. A, I mean, you could pull a vacuum line. If just you, if all you did was pull a vacuum line and then fired up the engine, it'll go. Blah, 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 blah. It'll sound like the the whole engine's broken. So then the person attempting to complete the scam will submit an extremely low offer on the quote unquote mechanically troubled vehicle and get a functioning vehicle for thousands of dollars less than what it's worth. Oh, just because you're in a position where you want to just get rid of it. Right. So, yeah, you so you find, yeah, right. You know, especially if you get the story and they're listening to the story. I just went through a divorce. I'm selling this for my grandmother. We just, she just, we just lost her. I mm-hmm. just need to get it out of my possession. Uh, you know, I'm and definitely don't open up with, you know, I'm open to uh, negotiating. Like, you know, I'm not, <laughs> this isn't a firm price. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I must say, though. This sounds like a really good scam. Like, I've heard some dumb, dumb stealing stuff we've talked about today, but that one actually sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Well, you think people would fall for it? I think people are falling for it, which is why I circulate now. And, yes, I would do the same thing. You're trying to get rid of this car. It's already high pressure going on. And then they turn it on and the, something's wrong with it. You'd be like, oh, 
number one, you'd be embarrassed. And then number two, for them to right. still say, well, I'll still buy it. You're like, oh, thank God. Here, take it. Well, and also you got to think about, like, if you came in that car and you're having some problems, you don't want to leave in that car. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not at I mean? all. So you're like, yeah, just take it. And take it. I'll shave off if, you know, you're asking, like, 5K for this car. Yeah, I'll shave off three. Mm-hmm. Take, right. take it for two. Take it for two. you feel like you're getting a deal at that point, but you're being scammed. Right. You're being scammed. <laughs> so, I mean, I, again, Good. you know, like. I know people still fall for the scams, but how and why? Like, like, I guess, I guess because we're in the world where we read this stuff and see this stuff all the time, you know, it's usually elderly people. Like, my mother would get scammed easily. There's no doubt right. about it. But with this one, I think anybody could get scammed with this because most of us aren't mechanics. So we don't know anything Agreed. about the cars. We know how to put gas in it and what the light sellers need to be done. So if I was trying to sell my car, like, like the car I still have sitting back in Atlanta— and somebody popped the hood and was like, oh, let me just check it out. And then some noise started. I couldn't walk over there and say, you just pulled my spark plug holes, you scammer. I wouldn't know that. Spark. I, I do know spark plug holes is not a term. <laughs> I'm just Close. saying. Wire. Yeah. You're looking for wire. Like, I know if you said that to me, I'd be like, whoa, wait a minute. I don't even need to Google that one. You know, you got a faulty spark plug hose over here. And, right. and, and you know, my dumb ass would show up and say something to the effect of like, you know, I don't know much about cars. So, you know. Right. <laughs> exactly. This one, right. we could get scammed. Right. The everyday I, person. Yeah, maybe think, you're right. Maybe you're right. I think with this one, too, aren't you like a little less on edge knowing that you're about to have a face-to-face uh, interaction with people? I think all of the scamming that we're thinking of is like, how could you have not known there's not a, a Tibetan prince or whatever that needs your money? Or, or you know what I mean? Or why would I have to send Google uh, gift cards instead of cash to get my cousin out of jail or whatever it is? You know, we're kind of trained to not believe things that are happening from a distance. But once they're up in front of you, man, I think it's a lot easier to get that uh, sleight of hand effect like a street magician. Yeah, because we're thinking in you know, all the scams are with people you don't see. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the mm-hmm. we were talking about the um, the love scams. Valentine's Day is a big, uh, big on love scams. The FBI wants to do something on the podcast because they're like, there's so much to talk about with this. And the big the big thing is, is nobody talks about the love scams because they are always mo- ma- mainly guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Middle aged, older guys. And they're embarrassed. Yeah. And they don't want to talk about it. Yep. Now, if you got a, if you got scammed in this car gimmick situation going on here, would you tell somebody? Or were, um, are you yeah, embarrassed? I would just definitely like the other tell somebody if I got scammed in this car car thing for sure. Because I would want other people to look out for it. And I would be like, okay, I need to be educating myself on at least something with this engine and people are gonna be out here pulling plugs and things. Well, but just think of it this way, though. You might only right now listening to this show even know that you got scammed that way. Oh, Because why would you know when it happened? You just wanted it to happen. So you probably haven't even thought about the transaction since. Don't you Mm -hmm. always get excited when you find out about a scam and you, you think nobody else knows, even though I'm reading a legit news story? You know, like when I read it, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to tell everybody. I didn't hear about it until like, I read the story. Right, right, right. Somebody listening right now is going, this is the best radio show ever. You guys are uh-huh. so informed. Mm-hmm. Right? This is, I remember, this was uh, like mid to late 2000s. And I learned about the, the windshield scam. And I was tickled pink knowing that I knew about this scam. Because I'd never heard of it before. You know about the windshield scam. Where people put something... 
on your um, windshield wiper so that you can get out the car and take it off and then they steal your car? No, 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 no. You know what it is, Nelson? Oh, that's what I was going to go with, where they throw something at your windshield, and when you hit the wipers, it then smears it across. No, no, no. So you go to a gas station, you're pumping gas, there's somebody set up with a product that cleans your windshield, and it's great, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, They also, well, you find out this later, so they say, do you mind if I just do it and I show you? It's for free. Don't worry about it. They do it, and while they're doing it, they put a chip in your windshield. (gasps) And what they do then is go, well, we also replace windshields. Oh, you sons of guns. And then they, you're like, you don't want to drive away with a crack in your windshield when I can replace it right here. And so then they will replace your windshield. Oh, because you think the chip was already there. Yeah, well, right. you just didn't see it, yeah. Uh-huh. And nobody wants to run around with a chip in their windshield, right? I've driven around mm-hmm. plenty of days with a depends whole how, crack in mine, so they wouldn't have got me with that scam. Right. <laughs> Nelson's like, are you kidding me? I can go another 100,000 miles with this chip in my windshield. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and, and so when I learned about it, I went on the air and I talked about it, and the people from Safe Light heard it. And they called me, and we actually uh, got them on the air and all that kind of stuff because they're like, yeah, because, you know, Safe Light's the num- like the company, right, that you go okay. to. They're great. I've used them numerous times. You know, yeah, you Safe go Light in- Repair, Safe Light Replace. Safe Light Repair, Safe Light Replace. Oh, safe, re- safe Light Replace. Safe Light Replace. You can literally go in their app, and within five minutes, they'll be, you know, well, not five minutes, but you'll have an appointment for them to come in, and your insurance, depending on which state you're at and what you have, will cover it, or at least you have like a $100 deductible or something. Great service. Fantastic mm-hmm. service. And I wasn't at the time even familiar with SafeLight. Maybe they were new at the time. Mm-hmm. They get a hold of me and they're like, are you the guy that was talking about the scam? I said, I'm the guy. Ooh. And they said, well, this is th- th- these people give us a bad name. I was like, no, these people keep you in business. And they're like, no, they make us look like we're bad guys. I was like, but you guys are all dressed up. You got the shirts and the trucks and all that stuff. He's like, we need to get the word out about this. I was oh. like, we need, to, we need to do something with you. I said, by all means, do as whatever you want with me. <laughs> so like Safe Life came on. We did this big campaign, if memory serves, because of the whole scam. But that to me, when I learned about it, I was like blown away. That was, that was a thing that somebody actually would have the balls to come up to my car, my vehicle, at the gas station and put a crack in my windshield and then sell me on that. And from what I learned out later, it was uh, mainly women are going to fall for this. Oh, right. Okay. You know, because they just, I mean, I guess there's certain scams for dudes. and They must be targeting the right women because this woman wouldn't have fell for that one. You wouldn't have fell for it? No. Not even if they scared you and said, you know, you got maybe five miles until this whole thing shatters. Oh, This man came up to me one time, and this wasn't, I don't know if it was a scam or not. I actually had a real dent in my car, and he pulled some of it out to show me that he could pull all of it out, and I still didn't do it. I'm like, no, but thank you for that little piece you fixed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by the way my, my birthday's coming Whatever up is. Yep. <laughs> i think i think dent fixing's on my list if you would like to fix my dent yep so Not just me just be careful uh if you're out there selling a car it's selling a car not buying a car yeah the uh-huh. person that's selling it this is selling the car mm-hmm. my story i was buying a car well now we probably don't gave people buying so cars that's being sold an idea to how to steal it how to get the price marked down. What did you just drunk and say? That now we've given people an idea who's going to go buy a car from somebody to probably try to pull off this scam. Oh, I'm no. doing this today. No, 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 no. We got good people listening to the program. <laughs> Nobody's going to become a uh, a thefter because of us. I don't hmm. think so. Dangerous Dan's going to come back on. He says he might have to go into witness oh, protection no. after 
Oh, no. The story he shared this morning. If you missed it, like right out of the gates, mind-blown story. Right. This is like SWAT, neighbor, gunshots, flashbangs. He's in the center of the whole damn thing. So uh, he'll give us a follow-up here in just a minute. And for those that Nikki D is putting on hold, 916-909-0985. We'll take your phone calls here in a minute. Hang on. All right, let's get a follow-up with Dangerous Dan from earlier this morning. Dangerous Dan called to tell us that he could not make the Daughtry Stapp show on Friday Mm -hmm. because he couldn't get out of his house. He was trapped in his neighborhood. There was SWAT activity, machine guns ablazing. There were flashbangs. His neighbor, who's a psychopath, uh, got taken out. Yes. Am I right? Dangerous Dan got that story correct? So far, but uh, we were hoping that they would do a better shot of shooting him, but they only wounded him. So. He's going to get out again. Okay, and and, so, and hold on, uh, hold on for a second. Just so, so this guy that Dangerous Dan living next to, uh-huh. Dangerous Dan has had problems with him in the past. Yes, and this guy's like a convicted felon. He still had firearms, and he'd go outside just at a whenever and start shooting guns in the air. But he was just a dick overall, right? Correct. Yeah, he didn't like him. They had beef. They did. Big guy too. <laughs> What's that? I say he was a big guy. He looked like the guy on Death Wish, the crazy guy who couldn't get killed. Yeah. All right. So what's the update? Okay. So I talked to Hal, and because he can't do it because of what's going on. Yeah. So I will not be able to confirm or deny any of the information I may have disclosed on earlier phone calls. Okay. But but this guy's crazy, and uh, no, I'm probably not going to go F, you know in uh, witness protection, but... He's going to get out of jail again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, all I can say is Hal's got my back and Marco's got my back. So uh... <laughs> so that was the part of the story I left out. Dangerous Dan is locked in his house while all this stuff is going on. World War III's in the cul-de-sac of Dangerous Dan's neighborhood. And what do you do when this is happening? You call so Hal. You call Hal. What else would you do? Because how else are you going to figure it out? Right. <laughs> right. And Hal, I guess that's what uh, this guy's name is, Michael Powell. I guess that's what he was thinking because they were trying to get him to communicate with their hostage negotiator, but he called Hal, too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So the bad guy, what, what, is Hal the, like, is he the president of the Neighborhood Homeowners <laughs> Association or what? Well, maybe, you know, uh, he's just uh, one of those guys that uh, he was able to approach this guy because he worked at Mule Creek or whatever and, you know, tell this guy to be cool. And we knew that we were just kind of controlling him a little bit. And sure enough, it took over a year and he finally blew. Mm, How does Hal feel about it? I mean, I'm really worried about Hal. How's Hal feel about all this? Oh, he doesn't worry. He's he's he's. He's the guy who you go to for uh, CWP training and guns and stuff, and uh, mm. he's a great guy. Okay. He, so Hal's got it under control. Yeah. Did we get yeah. another? Is there another character now? Who's Marco? Marco is my neighbor who's from Mexico. We always kid him about being cartel, but um, <laughs> oh, but, sure he loves that. It's quite a neighborhood. They also play a game with him. I don't know if you've ever heard the game. Yeah, oh, I know. It's Hello. Like, Mm. It's called Hulu, right? Marco Hulu? That's exactly what it is. They stream it now. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Marco Hulu. <laughs> All right. Well, why won't Hal come on? Oh, well, his wife told 
them, you know, because of what's going on. I mean, like I said, uh, there's an ongoing investigation at all this stuff. So, yeah. um, I, you know, I think his wife is uh, smart about that. And, uh, you know, Hal's kind of a shy guy. No, she I, told him no. I was going to say, sure, Hal. She told yeah. him no. How do we get Hal on the show? Hal says, well, right. I'll tell Hal, and uh, we'll figure out how we'll do it. Okay. Dangerous Dan, I'm glad you're safe. But yeah. please, and thanks for sharing this story. I mean, this is good stuff. But, you know. Well, I put my life on the line for you to know that's why I had to miss RD. I know. And I said I was going to buy you a drink, right? Because you're my Orlando guy, aren't you? And also, too, I got you something for the station. Oh, what'd you get? For- it's, a, it's a UCF pennant with the, the Golden Knight on it. I love it. I love it. I'll put that in my studio as soon as I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, cool. All uh, righty. Well, hey, thanks, guys. All right. We'll talk thanks, to you soon. Call in any time. We'll see you. All righty. All right, Bye. take care. How do I get the pennant now? Uh, you're going to have to wait till we see him again. This Hal guy, he must be a character. He is. I really want to meet Hal. This is Not Hal. that I don't want to meet Dan, but... Oh, that Hal. Hal's like the go-to. That He's knows, something special. That knows everything. Like mm-hmm. He sounds like the dude in the neighborhood that you just call Hal. Yeah. You know, you call one Hal. One call, that's all. Call, yeah, one call, that's all. <laughs> call Hal. Call Hal. <laughs> that's who, Nelson, you should have uh, called when you hit your head. Oh, my God. The, oh, that's the only thing I didn't hit was my head. Listen oh, to my. this story. Listen to this. So I'm coming up a set of stairs outside at this uh, this apartment condo complex that I'm living at with my ex-wife, and I took a wrong turn, and I tripped I hit a step that I didn't realize was there and I fell forward and crashed into the front of a car and hit the ground so hard that a a woman came from somewhere in the parking lot to try and like save me. But I was so fat, she couldn't move me. So she wanted to know if she needed to call 911 or SeaWorld. She couldn't (laughs) move you. Uh, Like what were you not? She literally said like she, no, she literally said, Oh, (laughs) I'm not going to be able to move you. Do you need me to call 911? Meanwhile, I'm just like groaning because you know how fat I am. Now I've put I've put my whole body weight down onto my forearm, which luckily is not broken. I thought it was for how bad it uh, swelled up. That's not the word I'm looking for. Swelled up. Swelled up afterwards uh and and it hurts to breathe like if i take a deep breath i think i bruised a rib so you could get up she just thought because you're overweight that you couldn't uh-huh yeah it, well because i didn't like jump up immediately after crashing down into a car and the concrete and because it's nelson i'm gonna tell you right now he was so loud that's why she came from across the parking lot he was so loud i uh, know loud. he was down there he probably was like ooh, ooh, ooh. i'll give you and she probably was like, oh, my gosh, this guy's dying, it, it, and it, I can't help him. It is kind of funny. Okay. It is kind of funny that, <laughs> you know, when a when a large person falls, you ju- I mean, it's probably not funny for large people, but when a large person falls, we just automatically assume they just ain't ever getting up. Right. You know what I mean? Or, like she did, if you need to get up, I can't help you, so I need to right. reinforcement. Right. That's the other thing. It's like... <laughs> You know, I'm going to have to go back to my vehicle and get a jack to even yeah. get anywhere. <laughs> Need a dolly. But mm. why Why did she have to choose the words she chose? She could have even said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to help you stand up. She said, I'm not going to be able to move you. <laughs> and, and before, what she said was, oh. Yeah, oh, oh, right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh so she, yeah, she hadn't seen me at that point. She had only, as Nikki D pointed out, heard had him. only heard me at mm-hmm. this point. And, and you know, and to her credit, <laughs> she's still being politically correct, even though the man could be dying. <sighs> yes, but she's not using words like "Hey, Lardo." There is no right. way this is happening. <laughs> 
You know, she's, oh my God. you know, and that political, political oh. correctness could have possibly cost him his life, right? She's like, I just don't know if he wants me to tell anybody about this. I don't think that's the right thing to do. Oh, it hurts to laugh. So did you pop up? And she goes, oh, you can get up on your own. Look at that. Yeah, she was, she, there was clapping involved. The streamers came out of nowhere. Whoa. Like. Wow, I was in the splash zone and nothing happened. <laughs> she fantastic. Tossed, she tossed me a dead herring. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got up and she was what? She was like, got, oh, thank God. Oh, you're yeah. Okay. Okay, oh, okay, thank you. And then she ran away because she was scared because she was little also. So now I'm this giant that just came and I'm, you know, I'm moaning and I'm oh, making too much he noise. He dirt all over himself. He breathing uh-huh. hard. He's sweating. Oh, oh. You're All of these sure. things are happening. His face yes. is red. Well, you Were know you there. You, you, nope. You know, know why you. she ran away? <laughs> why? Because she knew you couldn't. Oh. <laughs> she couldn't chase her. She knew you could not chase her. Oh, oh, that hurts. So once you jumped up, you were the bad guy. Oh, yeah. She was out. She had a head start. She's, she's starting to think, like, is this a scam? Yeah, is just trying to lure me oh. into something? She's like, well, watch this, oh. big fella. Tubbo. Yeah, Tubbo. You tried doing the 40 and 8 flat. Uh, is this happening? Out of here. Oh. All right, fourth and, uh, well, I'm glad you're okay. Uh-huh. With your Batman shirt on. Is that I'm, why you're wearing Batman today? Yeah, because I'm a superhero. I'm also so fat I broke a stair at my ex-wife's condo. Whoa, from falling on it. No, nope, I just stepped on it and it snapped underneath me. You believe in signs? Uh, Yeah. yeah. Is this the sign to lose the weight? No, the you had plenty of signs before that. I'm, I'm down. I'm just above 400 right now. So three weeks ago, I was 427. That's good. So you're getting close to that plasma donation. Let's go. Uh-huh. Then I'll be able to get a little coin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If, if you want to lose weight, do it, for any reason, do it for the side hustle. All right. 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 <laughs> get that plasma money. So how did you get down to 398? I got to get plasma. I'm going to get the money. <laughs> oh, stop. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the final round of headlines, Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to give you the latest Super Bowl conspiracy, and I'm going to tell you what a thief stole from the radio station. Stole. Stole it. Stole it. Stole. <laughs> or just stole. There's no right. D. Just right. stole. I said stole. No D. I, there's no D. I'm saying stole. Duh. There's no <laughs> Whatever. You guys are adding the D. Did you? No. Did you? Did anybody? Doug. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. the first time. Thank you. I'm not adding the D. Sorry, Nikki. Stole. (laughs) You think a guy with a mullet would lie? No. They don't lie. I just don't think he could hear me properly. Oh! And I'm not cracking jokes. What? None of you guys did. (laughs) I can hear you just fine, lady. You little whippersnapper. All right. uh, Any last-minute calls, comments, concerns, anything on the text machine, 916-909-0985. We'll do that and get you your headlines here in a minute. Hang on. I think there's like five other pieces of imaging I think you could have thrown in there to make a really nice mix. That would have been nice. Fourth and final round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Uh, GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Best service, best price guaranteed. Nikki D. The Simpsons aren't the only ones being accused of predicting the future. 8-7. Does the NFL already know who's going to play in the Super Bowl? Something strange has been happening with the Super Bowl logos in recent years. Super Bowl 55's logo featured this cream and gold color. And who ended up winning the Super Bowl that year? The only team in the league with cream sickle colored uniforms. Oh. A, yeah, a Canadian public television station has gotten the NFL conspiracy theorists steered up in a frenzy. Um, they had this 
uh, broadcast that went up on the 18th, and in the bottom hand corner of it, it said Reba McIntyre, Usher, and Post Malone are slated to perform at San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl matchup on February 11th. Well, as I reported this morning so wonderfully, we have not gotten down to who the last two teams are. So how could they have that up there as if they already knew? When it, when did they air this? They aired this on the 18th. On the 18th. Okay, so the, that in was January. The, yeah, that was last week. So that was when the Reba stuff came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was the news. And then they just put the final two teams before yeah. this past weekend's uh, games. Before even then, yep. Before even that. Yep. Wow. So people are like, okay, if this comes down to the 49ers and the Ravens, what's going on? Is this a setup? So the conspiracy that the NFL is scripted is so much fun. It is a blast. Like, it's it's impossible. Like, I used to be a huge conspiracy guy, and the only reason I was was because it would irritate people, right? Because nobody else was. Like, if you were a conspiracy theorist at one time, I'm taking like 20 years ago, you know, it was fun because it would bring up great debate, you know, doing radio and all these other kind of things. And you're like, you're crazy and ha ha, I'm crazy, you know, that kind of shtick. Now, everybody's a conspiracy theorist. Yep, everybody has something that they've pulled up and conjured and they're remixing and breaking down videos. It's like, what? So I have to take the approach now to do the polar opposite, which I like to do, and believe everything I read, uh, which sucks, you know, but it's just I, I want to play the devil's advocate. So the, the for the NFL to be a conspiracy would be ridiculous. Is it impossible, though? It's impossible. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely impossible. Just like the COVID stuff. You know, I'm not saying that there's things that, uh, questions that need to be answered. There's no doubt about that, especially with the lab stuff and all those things. But for everyone to be on the same page of it to be a conspiracy is is just, it, it's impossible. Nikki, have you the ever- moon given, landing. Impossible. Right. Have you ever given a secret out to three people and really felt 100% confidently that that's not going to get told to at least one other person? No, never. Never, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a, And that's three of your friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now you're talking about thousands of people working in concert with each other to pull this off. Yeah, which would be, but it's a fun conversation to have. Yes. Right, especially if you look at, so these are all just coincidences. Well, yeah. it's an intern that screwed okay. up. I mean, like right. they're the favorites to be in the Super Bowl. So that's no, you know, that's not a crazy, you know, like matchup. Yeah, for me, even to go preseason and say, well, you know, I see the the Ravens and the Forty ers in the Super Bowl. Like that's not crazy. Yeah, no, that's not. But like for them to put it in writing on the news where people see that as being law, that's what the conspiracy comes from. It was an intern that screwed up the uh, the the lower third. That's, that's all true. it was. I mean, it, it happens be, happens all the time. It could be that they were getting ready for every eventuality too. You know, like there's always a a, a thousand winners of the Super Bowl shirts that weren't the winner that get over that sent to Africa, you know what I mean? Because right. they can't circulate them. Uh-huh. So maybe they made a Chiron for all whatever six possibilities. Did you know that? Yeah, I didn't know that. They make uh, extra t-shirts? No, not they make extra ones, but they do it for both teams and then whoever doesn't yeah. win, they take those shirts and ship them over. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. What's the definition of extra? Yeah. They they take those shirts. <laughs> right. And so these poor kids in third world countries, they have new clothes, but they're all wrong like uh-huh. and like, they think those people won the super bowl like little knuck knuck <laughs> in a village and wherever 
He has not got. He has been lied to his entire life. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. got every wrong Super Bowl champion T-shirt in the history of Super Bowls. And if you were to bring that kid to the United States of America, he would fight tooth and nail about every lie that's been told to him. Absolutely. That we've said we've programmed an entire community of people in another country to think another thing mm-hmm. based off of free T-shirts. Have you ever thought about that? Like, what a great bit is to go to where we ship these T-shirts, grab some of those people, <laughs> put them on the streets in the United States, and have them walk around asking questions about Super Bowls. Uh-huh. They if, would, considering they, they even know what it means. <laughs> like, well, no, no way, dude. They won, got the shirt to prove it. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, imagine Doc Brown lives over there, and they go back in time, and they're <laughs> like, you know what? We're going to be rich. We're going to America, and we're betting on every Super Bowl for the last 40 years, and they're wrong every time. What was it? Back to the Future 2 uh, uh-huh. predicted the Cubs, or no, the yep. Marlins. Was it, it was the Cubbies. Was the it Cubbies the, won. The Cubs won? Because of the drought. Yeah, at that point, the, the, the Cubs playoff drought or whatever, World Series drought, had ended in 2017 or whatever. But Back to the Future had it up on the... Uh-huh. When he went back to the casino, like, Cubs win the pennant. Cubs win the pennant. Yeah. I wish I would have gone back in time and put some money on the Cubbies. Right, yeah. <laughs> All right, second story. The theme for the day with Crooks is simple. Dummies galore. H8. We need to be able to reach uh, the citizens of Northeast Texas and Southeast Oklahoma with life-saving information. And you've taken our voice off the air a radio station yep. in southeastern Oklahoma is off the air after owners say thieves cut down a broadcast tower um, because they were trying to get the copper out of the cables. It was only about 80 to 100 feet worth of copper that they hauled off, and it turns out it's only worth 100 bucks. But the, the damage <laughs> that they caused to the radio station is half a million dollars. Oh, I want to know if they were on the air. You know, it's like, hey, oh. good morning. It's uh, KRKR. Yeah, they were. They unexpectedly went off air. This is Up and Adam, and we're getting ready to tell you the big concert that's coming to town in three, two. <laughs> <laughs> they initially thought it was because of the weather, and then they found out otherwise. <laughs> We don't have an app, but I mean, I know we're having pro- we're having signal problems this morning. We got all the you know the messages and the calls. Yes, in. we're flooded with messages. <laughs> well, they're they're fixing it. They're fixing. They just got to. I think they just have to plug it back in. But mm-hmm. uh, there's something wrong with the app, and you know it happens. You know, there's nothing we can do about it. It, it happens. That doesn't happen. No, what we're going <laughs> through does happen. That's right. just mother nature, and it's a it's just how things work. And you know, I'm sure you know, we've got a great engineering team. It'll be fixed tomorrow, but. That doesn't happen. No. no. I've never heard of, th- not only did they go to the tower. So understand, radio stations have a tower. That's where we broadcast that up, blah, 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 blah. So they went there, and when they cut it down, the entire tower fell. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like, it wasn't they were just stealing from the tower. They, the whole thing fell. Boom. And it's in this lot. You know, oh, my God. They're out there. And a radio yeah. tower can be in upwards of 200 feet tall. Right, yeah. I mean, it could be a big boy. I mean, right. People, people have... You know, had worse injuries at radio Well, right towers. now they have no idea who did it. The suspects got away, so they're looking to try to track them down. I remember when I started in this business, the uh, number one rule the, that I had to learn was uh, how to put up a Marty. And for those that don't know what that is, <laughs> it's just an antenna. Mm-hmm. And back in the day when we did live appearances at nightclubs and bars and car dealerships and stuff, you would have a vehicle that had this antenna on top of it. You know, you still see a lot of it with news trucks now, but everything's Wi-Fi and digital and that stuff, so it's really, I guess, not needed. Now, the worst thing you could possibly do is put that Marty, and it was like a submarine, 
you know, <laughs> scope where you would push it up or yeah. you'd wind it up, you know, and then you had to turn it like a satellite. Well, it was a satellite dish, yeah. essentially. It was bunny ears. You had to turn it and you're talking to somebody back there. How's that sound? The left? Okay. How's that? I mean, it was a process. Like people yeah. got to their jobs earlier and it was a whole different world. But you, the, the number one rule was not to do it uh, below power lines. Oh. Because once that thing hits a power line, you're dead. Uh-huh. And there were people dying, but they'd go out and do a radio remote, you know, with uh, yep. the, the car dealership, and their dumbass would park under uh, some power lines, and they'd put the damn antenna up in the power lines, and everybody'd fry. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the worst thing in the world to go out, right? That's horrible. And now, yeah. and now we can't have interns. Thanks, yeah. Obama. Uh, no, 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 no. You know the reason know. why radio doesn't have interns? Why? I believe, here's a story I heard. I believe it was one girl... And it was actually not even radio. It was, no, I take that back. I think it was uh, not this company, but another very large company. And it was either that or it was an MTV thing. It was one uh-huh. of those two. And she just was like, I'm here. I worked. Where's my money? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, you're an intern. You work for yeah. free. And she's like, I put in a lot of hours. Well, We're paying you an experience. Well, that's good. Yeah, you, you've gained experience. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to put in your dues. You never stop paying your dues, right? She goes, no, I want to get paid. And you're like, well, no, that wasn't the deal. <laughs> like, okay, well, I'm going to go get a lawyer. And she went and got a lawyer, and she won. Or they settled or whatever. And now the mm-hmm. rest of us can't have interns. Nope. We can't do anything. We can't throw nope. things at them. We can't hit them with things. We can't shock them. We can't do anything. It's bull. That's bull. All right, it's horrible. Anything on the text machine, or you want to get out? No, the text machine was all, all right. uh, stuff. But yeah. I, I have something I would like to say. Oh, well, well, you said only the text machine. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. What would you like to say? I want to say, closed mouths don't get fed. Close mouse. Don't, don't get fed. What does that mean? Why are you, that you means so my angry. birthday wish list is going to go up. Because if I don't let people know, then I won't get my things. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're very mm-hmm. serious when you looked at me and you did that. Right. Because this was my end of show pop out. And you were trying to skip over because nothing was on the text machine. Oh, no, no, no. no. I was going to no. get to you. No. She wasn't even. That's how bad she wanted to say it. She didn't did. even listen to what you said. <laughs> He said, do you want to, is there anything on the text machine before we get ready to get out of here? Yeah, and I said no. Then he went to Doug. And I'm like, wait, don't go to Doug. What? Yeah. What show are you listening to? I'm sitting right here looking at him. You can't see him. I can't. All I know is I'm 1,500 miles away, and I definitely didn't hear him go to Doug. You talking about when I did this to tell him to play the music? No, I saw you, like, point at him. I thought you were trying to tell him to say something. She's going to be a problem this week. Mm, wow. <laughs> Birthday week. Are yeah. you working remote? Like, yeah. No. She's going to be a problem. <laughs> she's not going to listen to a thing I'm saying, a thing I'm doing. No. Nope. She's going to be just uber focused on this stupid birthday wish. <laughs> that man has pointed that exact same way a thousand times since we got to Sacramento. And I and talk with my hands, and point. now she's got a problem with it. What do you mean? Why are you going to Doug? <laughs> I'm telling him to pull it down a little bit. Relax. Feed, feed my mouth. By the way, tomorrow when you come into work, there will be metal detectors. Why? Because you're crazy. I'm not right? crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're nuts. I have been called crazy a lot in the last couple of days. And during your birthday week, you're even more nuts. How are you going to be, what, 50 what? I'm going to wow. be 50 anything, honey. How old are you wow. going to be? I'm going to be 42. Whoa. Yeah. Same age he as said, Nelson. Whoa. Wow. Mm-hmm. Women age differently than guys. Yeah. I know. I still look amazing. Okay. Don't say okay. I can't agree with you. 
No, it's the way you said it. You're like, okay, if you think so. Leave it to a woman to pick it. apart your tone. I think you look great for 42. Thank you. For 42. Right. That's another insulting <sighs> way people say it. But from him, I'll take it. It's fine. Whatever. Oh, my God. I know I look great. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. All right, Nelson, you got anything? Uh, yeah, if you walk up on a fat person sprawled out on the ground today, make sure you cover them in water every couple of minutes. <laughs> you don't want them to dry out. And then feed them fish. All right, Dougie T. Well, if you didn't want me to hit the applause button, you shouldn't have given it to me. Uh, oh, okay, look at that. <laughs> he trying to get in there? Okay, Doug. We'll see how that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us a like, share, follow on social. Listen to the BS. Uh, catch the live stream if that's your thing tomorrow, each and every weekday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., not only on uh, on our Facebook, but also 98 Rocks Facebook. Uh, Mickey is up next. Enjoy my new poker buddy, Abe Cannon, comes in at 3 to do his show, and then if all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Bye! That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know I kid out of disappointment. Not listening, not anymore.